Hello and welcome to another episode of the Never A Straight Answer podcast, the podcast that aims to cover a wide range of topics from conspiracy theories to popular culture and news. I'm your host Gaz and joining me in the studio, when I asked him what does DNA stand for, his response was, uh, is it the National Dyslexic Association? Yeah. He's my co-host, he's Mr. Taylor. Yeah, good evening ladies and gentlemen, welcome one and all. Welcome back. Welcome back, new listeners and repeat offenders. He's dropping my lines. Yeah, I know. Can't have anything these days, you know what I mean? If it's not nailed down. Oh, that's right, man. Well, thank you for for joining us. Um, Yes, thank you. You know, the topic of genetics has come up a fair few times recently on the show, and uh, we even did an episode recently surrounding GMOs and genetics to an extent. Uh, but since we only know little bits and pieces, yeah. uh, we thought maybe bringing an expert on the show might be a good idea. Oh, most um, definitely, yeah. So we're going to be joined by the host and a, of the award-winning genetics podcast, DNA Today, yeah. uh, Kira Deneen. She's going to be joining us later on in the show. She will indeed. And uh, Kira's going to be helping us understand the difference between DNA, RNA, uh, the Human Genome Project, oh, yeah. as well as Designer Babies. Oh, yes. That's all coming up yeah, in the so show like a little bit later on. Listen to that, yeah. It's a really, Holy really good smokes. interview. Holy Yeah. It's going to be a good episode, I it think. It is, I think it is. I'm feeling a bit yeah, better yeah. this week. Yes, which yeah, is sounding um, a bit better. A little bit. Well, yeah. I, I, you know, I'll be honest, you know, it's always that cough that lingers, doesn't it, after you've had like a flu or something. Yeah, yeah. And um, oh my God, this has been a, a lingerer. Um, but yeah, feeling loads better, loads more energy. Keep it over your side, I don't I actually, want. I actually, oh God, you probably give it me. Um, yeah, I'm probably. Ho- <laughs> so um, yeah, but like got my strength back and then I seen some guy the other day, like um, I was walking uh, walking home and uh, there was this chap and he was like half on, off the curb on his shot mobility oh, yeah. and he broke down. Oh, yeah. right, okay. So I was like, you're all right there, mate. And he was like, uh, oh, you couldn't, you know, get me up on the curb, I broke down. So I was like, all right, get him on the curb in there. And he's like, would you mind pushing me to the corner? And I'm like, I've just walked this half a mile. Yeah. So I turned around looking. I was like, oh, bloody hell. So I ended up pushing him back. Did you push him all yeah, the way back? Yeah, I pushed him all the way back, right? But then I was just like that. If you would have asked me like a couple of days earlier, I would have just so been like, sorry, nah, mate, you're on your on, own. Jog on, mate. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I was like thing. that. I was, as I was pushing it, I was like, ah, did you rob this? <laughs> like, firstly. So and he was like, no, I got the keys. He got it on a good day. He, he got, he got on me a on a good day. day. Yeah, 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 yeah. He did. He did. And I'd done probably my good waiting de- there next week. Right. I, I did my good deed for the day. Fuck that, mate. If I see him again, he's on his own. Yeah, I'm going around <laughs> the corner. I'd rather walk around. They're heavier than they look, them shop mobility oh, things. Oh, yeah. Have oh, you yeah. been up to anything? Have um, you helped any shop mobility old men? Uh, I haven't. No, I haven't seen that many. I nearly run one over the other day, actually. Well, there you go. Enough. Maybe that's why. But he was speeding off down the road just around the corner. the same guy, you know. Yeah, it could be. He's, he's ragged it so much, the battery ran out and he's uh, broke down and kind yeah, of Stuck on the, the curb, hill going like, I, mean? I won't go like, up, not down. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> so, um, not been up to anything else? Nah, not much. I did I did see something that was disturbing the other day. Uh, I saw a photo and it was like, you know, you, you see... Uh, it disturbed African, you. Yeah, because you're seeing like some African elephants, yeah, the heads of the African elephants putting their trunks down and, you know, going through and eating. And stuff, and you see, you know, the the beautiful background in that the, of the savannah. Yeah, and then it uh, it it comes down to the ground. It's like a fucking rubbish dump. It's like yeah. what the and I, I looked at it and I thought it's, that was that, that was exactly how I felt when I filthy. first saw that garbage island for the first time. It was yeah. like I and just five it, of them it's now. so shocking yeah. to see it, isn't it? And it's, I mean, it's like when you see um, these 
once beautiful landscapes that yeah. have just been like absolutely trashed and like they're just being used as a, a landfill. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. I think you were talking about. I, I don't know if you're bringing it up in the news later on, but there's a story. Yeah, in, there um, is about uh, Sweden. Sweden, yeah. they doing yeah, something. Got a story but we'll, later. we'll get into that in a bit. Yeah, um, something that I saw that was going viral this week. Mm. Um, you know. I was just like, what the hell? Because, I mean, I'm interested in the volcanoes that have been going on. Obviously, there's been a yeah. lot of volcanic oh, yeah. activity going around yeah, the true. planet since, like, what, last late last year? Yeah. Um, one thing that I looked into was when all these volcanoes were going off, hmm. and, and just part of the research for the show, yeah. was natural disasters that have actually occurred in the UK, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Now, I was like... There must have been something, yeah. I mean, yeah. we don't, we don't really, we're not really known for our like extreme weathers, like hurricanes or tornadoes. If we get no, high we've winds, had a few little I mean, ones. It was a bit blowy today. Yeah, well, right? yeah. I mean, it was like you know what you'd consider coming. a gale. Yeah, yeah. Well, but yeah. you know, in terms of like violent weather, like some countries get. Yeah. We, we don't really get that much. We don't have no. volcanoes. We don't get earthquakes. Nah, right? not really. No. The main of our. Um, I mean, the last big, big one big was things, five thousand years ago. Our big things generally come down to like pandemics, floods yeah. are a big one in the UK. But yeah, other yeah. than that, we don't suffer from many things. Yeah, no. I mean, so five hundred years. So ago, when so. this went viral, yeah, it piqued my interest really, really um, high. Yeah, right. Yeah, and this okay. relates to bizarre uh, lava-like rock that has been spotted um, in a Scottish field. Yeah. What? Just, just rock in a field. So basically, a picture of a deep split in yeah. a Scottish field. So it's obviously like a sinkhole or a crack in the, you know, the earth. Yeah. Well, yeah. 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 As um, you know, revealed lava underneath Shit. Scotland. <laughs> so basically, you know, we. I'm, got I'm thinking we don't have any volcanoes, but no. potentially. We well, might yeah, potentially, yeah. We might be sitting on a big one for all we know. Who knows? Yeah. I mean, when you look at, like, you know, this one that just went off in the middle of the ocean, well, there'd be no yeah. nothing to indicate that that was ever going to happen, you know, and it was like, I don't know if it's, like, you know, it has a peak down there under the ocean or if it was just a pocket of... You know, ground that split and the two plates rubbed, or what, whatever the well, situation it's changing was. changing all the time. It, it released that? something, yeah. And you know, that ash cloud, yeah, uh, that was kind of like you know, yeah. seen from space. It's pretty yeah. crazy to think about. Okay, but hell yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, if you know more, if you're into geology or anything, we'd be really interested to find out um, anything that we can about yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's pretty interesting stuff. It is, and, and you wouldn't expect it in Scotland either. No, well, actually, Scotland's pretty kind of, like, mountainous. There's a lot of kind of, uh, you know, open, nice, there like, open land, land there. A lot of mountains, loads of mountains. But to find that, you know, it's actually, like, Got you know, possibly lava. something underneath uh, you it, know, could, go crack off. Who knows? Well, well, I think yeah. they're going to well, have to Iceland. investigate that. Iceland's not that far from us, you know what I mean? No, so that's true, actually. could be a actually. connection towards there. Fault lines and yeah. stuff. I mean, yeah. I'm not 100% sure what the fault lines are in that case. Do you know whether the, um, you know, are we... Well, this is the Just point why we don't have any earthquakes, because we're not. We're not really on a major fault line no. that's going to cause us no, problems like that. We're in a pretty, like pretty, pretty, pretty cool good place, area. Really, yeah, yeah. We, yeah. We're like, good. Well, for the weather, we get hot, cold, you know, warm. We have all sorts of... So well, we get a, a, a chance to see everything, if you think about it. Every kind of climate. Oh no, that we don't. Apart from well, well, some of them a bit of, cold, yeah. a bit of rain and snow. Well, mainly. It depends where you live in England as well. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, 
There you go. Yeah, um, I think we should move on with the show. Yes. I thought that was quite interesting. It was yeah. something that was going viral this week. So I thought, uh, you know, share that, especially yeah. is the fact that it, yeah, it's pretty yeah. interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. yeah. If you got well, any more on that, you don't forget, pass it through to us and we'll have a look more in there. A couple of quick things before we go into the main topic this week, uh, yeah. where we'll be joined by uh, Kira from yeah. DNA Today, who's going to be um, coming into the show to discuss um, genetics yeah. in all its forms. Yeah, uh, a bit later on. Um, firstly, though, um, just to let you know that we're um, going to be on Red Wall Radio Thursday, 9pm. Yeah. Um, we're available on Patreon if you'd like yeah, to sign up indeed. to our Patreon. It all helps us get the show to another level, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it certainly does. It and um, do little things that we've got plans for, but we can't yeah. really execute until, until we, we can get all get... So, yeah, yeah, it all helps. Yeah, it um, you does. can go over to the website and you can contribute there as well on our page, which is support. And um, if you'd like to sign up to Patreon, there'll be a link in the description. Um, also, this episode is brought in part by Audible. Audible. Audible, it's a great way if you're um, to, you know, to you make the most reader. of every minute. Yeah, I um, You can get the latest books, audio books for, for your choice to keep. Yeah. And um, you can cancel at any time. Yeah. Um, you can get the latest selection of audiobooks, including bestsellers, new releases, sci-fi, romance, mysteries, classics, and more. It's massive, man. I can recommend at the moment as well, um, Double Helix, wow. um, which is D- DNA-related. Yeah, it's a And it's actually um, the um, autobiographical account of the discovery of the Double Helix, uh, written by James D. Uh, Watson. So and that's available on audio, Audible, and you could actually get that as your free book well, if yeah, you were exactly. so interested to Goes do along so. Along with the show, doesn't it? Exactly. Yeah. Lovely. Be our book of the week. It will be. Um, yeah, you can get a thirty-day trial, and after that, you will well, you will receive one free one book every month for seven ninety-nine, and you can cancel at any time. You can yeah, download yeah. and listen to the world's best storytelling. Enjoy Audible, Audible books, original series, and yeah. more using the app. Uh, there you go. Yes, there you go. So if you like or listen to uh, a lot of books, that's perfect for you, isn't it? It really? is indeed. Yeah. Even if you don't and you, it's just, uh, you're travelling from one place to another or just in work and you want to listen to something. Well, this is it. I mean, like I, I mean, obviously, like I like to listen to audio books because they're time savers. Yeah, yeah. Do you know, like yeah. you can be riding your bike or you'd be on the oh, bus yeah, exactly. or, you know, commuting to work or just even doing bits and pieces around the house yeah you know yeah. where it's good for you, cleaning with. you might want to sit down and read a book or finish the end of that story yeah but you can't because you've not got the time you might yeah. be doing the hoovering where it or housework or something audible it's a great way of yeah. kind of making the most of the, like they say every moment so yeah. definitely so, worth checking out and there'll be a link in the description for your free trial yeah lovely bubbly well, joining us on the show this week, she's an expert in all things in the subject of genetics and the host and producer of the award-winning podcast DNA Today. Please welcome to the show, Kira Deneen. Hello, thank you for having me. Well, thank you for joining yeah, us. Uh, big fan of the podcast. Yes. Um, award-winning as well. I mean, you've been doing it for a while now, haven't you, the show? Yes, this year marks 10 years of DNA Today, so for a good chunk of my life, I've been doing this podcast. So how have you found the whole experience? You've just had a great time doing it. Yeah, it's it's been an experience because I started when I was in high school um, and just kind of like, I think I want to have some kind of career in genetics. And now I'm a genetic counselor and working with my master's. So, um, you know, the, the show kind of in some ways is a journey of my career as well. And just, you know, back when I would do interviews, you know, high school, college, like a lot of questions I was asking, I 
truly did not know answers. Whereas now, sometimes I know what the guests might say. I suppose, um, but it's it's it, it's been really cool. I have to say, I love perfect, podcasting. It puts you in the perfect sort of um, situation and position as well, doesn't it? Because you're you've got the interest, you work in the field, but it also uh, means that when you meet somebody who's you know doing um, interesting research, that you can bring them on and um, question them about it and question. It. All the information that you're actually being uh, given uh, and putting your spin on it as well. Well, it's right. as well get that information um, to a wider audience yeah. as well because yeah. I think there is a lot of kind of um, stigma about what genetics are and how how what is the future of genetics. Um, oh, it sounds yeah. quite sci-fi, quite scary. I mean, most people's <laughs> opinions and, and you know sort of idea of genetics is 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 that sort of realm of the negative really sort of almost horror or sci-fi i mean look at the the 1986 film the fly um, oh yeah you know that's where people kind of go, the minds go and it's like you know it's movies it's movies mate. Our, our genetics look you know obviously genetics have a, a positive impact as well but yeah. i mean for people who don't know much about it what would what would how would you describe the field of genetics yeah, because I think of movies too, like Gattaca, like that was what, yeah. 1997, I think. So, yeah. you know, and even just like a lot of things from that film back then were science fiction. And now we're like, oh, we can actually do that now. Whereas in 1997, that was science fiction. Um, so I think it is interesting looking at it from that perspective. But for people that are not really aware of the field, um, genetics is looking at really the blueprints for our body. So looking at our DNA to see how our body is being able to operate and how our DNA is telling our body, okay, this is what you need to do to live. Um, or this is what our DNA has that, you know, my eye color is blue. My hair is probably dirty blonde. Um, you know, so how we're all a little bit different from that. So really genetics is just looking at how our genes are interacting, you know, with our environment and how that plays a role in health is usually where it comes up the most in terms of, you know, with my field of looking at, at healthcare and, and everything. Yeah, yeah, because I mean, th this is the thing. I mean, I got a pro like my dad turned around to me recently and he says, Oh, you need to get your cholesterol checked. And I'm like, Well, I don't, you know, I'm quite healthy. I, I, I exercise, I don't drink, and you know, all these factors. And he was like, Nope, nope, it's genetic. And I was like, Oh, oh, all right. Then, you know, so I mean, it's not just like those traits like you, you know, you get your blue eyes and your, your dark hair or those sorts of physical traits. It's, underlying conditions as well isn't it i mean it's stuff like you know um heart disease and um problems of that nature i mean what would you say the biggest genetic um ailment was what what's passed down from um like you know father to son or mother to daughter Sure. Um, I mean, that's a big question because there's there's so many conditions or symptoms we could say too. like high cholesterol isn't necessarily like a condition. Right. It's kind of just something that comes up in terms of someone's health. Um, but we're we're still learning so much about genetics. So I think a lot of conditions and symptoms that we say right now, well, it's probably mostly environmental factors. I think as time goes on, we're going to learn like, oh, these genes are actually playing a role and it really is both genetics and environment. So there's some things that are, we've figured out that are just purely genetic. Um, so a lot of obviously genetic conditions, but then there's other factors, like you're kind of mentioning high cholesterol that would be considered multifactorial. So multiple factors are playing a role in that. So genetics, environment, um, in terms of just purely genetic, um, 
I would say some things are like certain blood disorders come to mind that are like more common. So beta thalassemia um, is something common, like I just had come up recently with patients. Um, So certainly things that patients um, are, people are inheriting from their families and are being, you know, we see throughout families. Right. Um, But you also have to keep in mind if your family all lives in the same place, has the same diet, kind of exercise, that's also playing a role. So you have that familial factor too, where it's like, that's looking more at the umbrella of genetics and environment together. Right. Um, so lots of different ways of looking at it. Is right, genetic okay. mapping already, because uh, it was in the, uh, I think late nineties, uh, where they said that uh, genetic mapping had been complete. Now I'm hearing it's not complete. Oh, were you hearing this? You've got a good ear. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he's got I a good have. ear. <laughs> So when we finished the human genome project, yeah, that's um, right, the human genome. say, okay, we have sequenced the entire human genome. Big, big deal, right? Because we've, yeah, we're massive. the first species to actually figure out, well, what is, like, let's spell out our genes, all of our genes, which comprises our genome. Um, but, you know, as Taylor said, there's certain parts that we kind of skipped over because we're like, oh, that's not an important part. Yeah. Um, so we're still going in and, and finding some parts to my knowledge. Um, so that's something that we're still like adding to. And the big part is just because we've sequenced the genome doesn't mean we understand it. That's a whole nother level, oh, yeah. right? That's why so much of this is like, we need to know more um, in terms of like how genetics is, is playing a role because we can read it, but we can't understand it necessarily. Right, yeah, we're still so, at the beginnings of uh, a, a massive line to go down. Yes, yeah, definitely, and we and we've we understand a lot more than we did, you know, yeah, back yeah. then when we first had the genome done. But we have a long way to go. And it, 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 isn't it right that um, your genetics change um, uh, every is it every three months or something like that? Your genetic uh, uh, itself mean, it's, it, it changes within your body for the next generation you know is passing it on i don't understand how that could be though i mean i, I would imagine that because obviously you know through dna tests and things you're able to kind of uh yeah but if you have pro- certain... prove that you related to your father so if your dna was to change every three months wouldn't that well, sort of contradict what well if stuff like illnesses or know. like food uh, the allergies and stuff like that that you pass on to the next generation that actually you know brings on allergies or uh, uh, causes effects uh, of drinking milk or some uh, stuff like that. So you're both hitting on like good, good points. <laughs> mm. Um, so in terms of our genetics, the genetics we're born with our genome is the same that we die with. So it's the, it's the same, that doesn't change, okay. but there is another layer to it called epigenetics and epi means on top of, so kind of on top of our genome Okay. where that can control what genes are turned on and what genes are turned off. So that can totally change. Um, and so that, when we look at like twins, identical twins born, same genome, same genetic, same DNA, but as they get older, they're, they can be a little bit different. Obviously they're not totally identical. Um, so as they get older, things are a little bit different because their epigenetics changes. And does over that, time. in term, um, you were saying earlier about environment. So um, we did a story a while back about um, a, a set of twins, um, astronauts. Um, yes. And did you did you re- hear about this one? So it's yeah, basically really one, interesting. It, it right? was really interesting. So one one of them um, spent a bit of time on the ISS, 
And when he returned, they checked the DNA of him versus his, the control, which was his twin brother. and Who stayed on Earth. Who yeah. stayed on Earth. And the genetics were, they were they had different DNA. I mean... That's my how, that's different how, epigenetics. Yep. Was it the epigenetics yeah. that were the difference? I mean, was it? I believe so because their their DNA is not necessarily going to change because that's you know unless I'm I'm misreading the story or no, something. No, no. I mean, well, that um, makes sense to yeah. me. Now, if yeah. you if you say that you've got these triggers or switches and they can kind of be um, manipulated and switched on and off to to say you you're allergic to this or you um, you've got a maybe a tolerance yeah, to that to this, yeah um then that makes sense but you obviously like i was saying earlier you you've got a, a genetic um genome that is passed down and will be the same as it is to, from the day you're born till the day you die so you know yeah there there is that hardcore um but, dna but then you've but got there's the this this overlay aren't you you've got the cover over the I know, but how much does that overlay or that... Um, how, how did you put it? What was it called again? Epigenetics. An epigenetics. How much does that sort of determine how you operate, how you live your life into, you know, how what what's, what's the deal there? Well, that's the question. I think that's where we're headed in terms of now we're looking as we kind of like previewed at the beginning, like the future of genetics. I think a next phase of that is looking at epigenetics and having much more of an understanding with that and how environmental factors are helping us turn genes on or off. Yeah. Um, because that's then how the body is, is reacting to things. And, you know, as you said, like maybe if you're allergic to something, like I'm sure genetics plays a role in that because we also sometimes see that in families where it's like, Oh, multiple family members are allergic to something. So in my mind, I'm like, there must be some genetics at play there. Yeah. 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 Um, so I think that's going to be really interesting in the next few years to see what we learn about epigenetics, because there's some genetic conditions where the genes don't have a spelling mistake, don't have a mutation, but it's the epigenetics that's different. So it's not turning on and off the genes the way it does in most, you know, I'll say quote unquote normal people. So someone can have a genetic disorder based on epigenetics. So I think studying those disorders, we're going to start learning so much more about epigenetics and that is probably going to be something that's we're seeing more in the news in the future. I'm speculating a little bit, but I'm kind of hoping that's where we're headed. Fair yeah. enough. So do you know these, epi you know, um, over the years, I've heard um, loads of kind of stories come up about um, being able to choose traits, choose sort of eye colour for, you know, um, you know, you're having a baby and you think, right, I want my baby to have, um, you know, be a star athlete. I want it to have blue eyes, um, you know, blonde hair, you know, all these perfect traits or so-called perfect though, traits. Um, would it be in those epigenetics where they'd find the, the, the switches uh, to dictate those changes or would that be more embedded in your um, core DNA? I think that's embedded more in like the actual sequence, like so the letters that make up DNA to spell out the genes. Um, but a lot of those traits are not as straightforward as some people think. So um, like I'll take height, for example. Height is controlled by hundreds of genes, so certain things is like very straightforward. Like if you have attached earlobes, like I have detached earlobes. Um, or uh, I'm if you just have going attached. for my earlobes now. Yeah, yeah what, what do you have? Detached, 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 I think. Detached, okay. Yeah. What about Taylor? <laughs> detached <laughs> as well, yeah. Detached, okay. 
Now I can't remember Roll what it's Sorry, <laughs> well, you did, you, you, that, you, that was your fault. <laughs> um, so that's controlled by one gene. Whether mm. you have a widow's peak or not, I have a very slight widow's peak where like my hair kind of points at the top. If it's really extreme, it almost looks oh, like a vampire kind yeah. of thing, right? Yeah. Think so, Vlad the Conqueror. <laughs> right, yes. So oh, like, Grandpa like Munster. Like, one gene. If you can roll your tongue, that's one gene. Oh. Um People can't see the video, but I'm like doing these she's things. Doing the thing. yeah. She's doing the thing. Um, but then <laughs> things like height are like hundreds of genes. And so it's like, wow, that's going to be really complex if, you know, we're, we're kind of creating this, you know, alternative universe where we're starting to design our babies or something like to so say, like all right, building we want. a tower. Like you've well, got yeah, so I mean, many different it, parts like, to it well, to, yeah, to make it grow. It, it's, and they've all got to be right at the right time. It's like Kara was just saying there. I mean, it, it's like being able to... Um, you know, say, well, this has got one gene, so it's quite easy to to dictate. Yeah. Whereas, like, you know, when you start getting into the realms of um, height and the more complex things, it's it's a, a different ballpark, isn't it? It must be so complicated yeah. to even yeah. try and manipulate that. Um, but then that scares me because, you know, if one of those calculations or, you know, um, you know changes in that DNA is not right i mean what could be the implications there like if we started to mess with that in terms yeah. of like designer babies aren't yeah we kind that of doing is that now? concerning what was that taylor aren't we kind of doing that now well i was that was going to be one of my next questions i mean is that a thing now yeah, or i, I mean I because so. i understand that obviously these certain countries um the us the uk that have ethical um concerns about a lot of this stuff and there's a lot of it that you can probably do a lot of research into, but you can't really do it. Yeah. Like, um, right. Like we have the ability to do it, but yeah. like ethically we're like, well, let's hold on. Yeah, yeah exactly. But there's other countries out there that don't, don't have yeah. the same sort of morals and ethics as, as we do. And therefore, right. like you were saying, about are they cells? already working in these fields? It's the same, the same argument I have when we say about colonizing other planets. It's the, the laws on this planet don't govern the next place. And it's, if, you know, does that kind of open up the the, the stage for um, more extreme sciences um, so. that you wouldn't have been able to do here on Earth because we've we've already got this sort of societal um, argument against it? Uh, well, I don't know. Where do you stand? I mean... Yeah, well, there was an interesting... I'm trying to remember exactly what year it was. I think it was just... It was December. I think it was December 2018, if I'm remembering that right, where there was a scientist out in China that used this relatively new genetic editing technology where you're able to edit DNA, like we've kind of been talking about. And he went ahead and used it on human embryos and then implanted those embryos, and those embryos became babies. Mm. So this was major news. Like I'm still shocked by this, and it's it like four years later. <laughs> did you guys hear about this story? I did. Yeah, yeah. I think Taylor did. Okay. Yeah. So basically, what the scientist did was he did not have approval from the university he was working with, um, and worldwide, it was kind of understood that like we shouldn't be messing with this yet. We really need to understand more before we start using this in humans. Totally. But he went ahead and said, I'm just going to do this and then I'm going to do it and then tell the world after the babies are born. Um, and they were twins. They were twin girls. You see, that, that, um, that's where he's kind of gone because then obviously you've got the ethical um, conundrum of like, well, no, they're already living now. So, Right. You can't say don't do it because yeah, they're already yeah. born. 
So he edited, and it's interesting what he chose to edit. I still don't really understand. I'm like, there's so many other things that you would think it would be higher on the list. But basically, he changed and edited genes that give the babies, theoretically, more protection against HIV. Right. Out of all the things that you would edit, I'm still wondering, like, why choose that one? Like, one that I would think would be, like, higher on the list, coming up with an example is, okay, um, this embryo is has a mutation that's going to lead to a genetic disorder. Let's edit that and give it like the quote unquote correct genetic spelling, yeah. so yeah. that the disorder isn't there. Why? Exactly. Why not start with that? Well, you know? then that messes well, around with really, the genetics well, later on as well. With other things, you're turning one thing on and then you'd have to turn something else off. No, but I mean, I I, I totally understand Kira's um, perspective there because she's basically saying, um, you know in terms of gives them protection against HIV, well, what if, if that baby's not in an environment or that, you know, person doesn't grow up to even contract it, then it was a pointless experiment. Yeah. Um, whereas if you're able to take out something that we know to be a genetic defect that is going to cause problems later on in life and edit that one out, giving them the correct DNA sequence, then you've got you've got something to monitor you can look at that that life and did grow work, right? and and say yeah did it develop it with yeah. that gene um um or did it work or did, did the yeah, process the only way work to find or did out it is not actually produce whatever we're going to so do so i totally get that why he what, what did he choose what other things did he choose to edit in that That's experiment it. so it was That's literally it, yeah. just that yeah. right but the problem is so That's as it. you said how do we know if it's worked or not but also, once you edit an embryo, then those twins, if they decide to have biological children, they will be passing yeah. down that edited gene to their children and so on. That's where the issue is. Because yeah. if we change, like, say I have an eye problem and, you know, we're able to use this genetic editing technology, give me normal eye cells and inject them into me, right? I'm, I'm really going off on a limb here. But I'm not going to pass that on to my biological children because this is in my eye. Yeah, it's not yeah. in my eggs. So if there's a problem, it ends with me when I die. But if you're changing someone's what we call the germline genetics, so your DNA that you're born with, mm-hmm. then you're passing that on to the next generation if you have biological children. So that's a huge problem because if there's a if there's a problem with these twins – this could keep going for many people and then it's in, you it's know, in, the human population. In, yeah, how, exactly. how actually easy is that to actually uh, occur? I mean, could I... How uh, easy is it to use yeah, the technology? Can, yeah. Well, we scary, were, scary easy. We, well, we were I, actually I talking it, about this. For people that are in a research lab, like yeah. compared to the other types of genetic editing technology, it's so much easier to use and very cheap. Well, we were talking about it last week um, on the GMO episode yeah. where we were discussing, you know, if I'm an organic farmer in one field and then I've got a GMO field next to me um, with a farmer who w- works and deals in GMO crops, then... With those perfect corn, as you exactly, talked about, right? Yeah, yeah. so he's got <laughs> his perfect it. field of corn. I've got my slightly manky, manky organic. <laughs> yeah, right. But, Tesco's won't you take. know... If a bee cross-pollinates and contaminates, yeah. then my cr- crop of organic stuff's basically been affected Tainted. by the GMO anyway. Yeah, so yeah. in 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 just a sort of layman's terms, that's the sort of same idea, isn't it, really? Right. Except for the GMOs have been concentrated to actually turn off and not uh, be able to breed 
Whereas, obviously, you know, these twins, if they grow up to, I mean, depending on how many times you've done this, and obviously that brings up the the increase. Could be still doing it now and just hid it and just not said it. Well, exactly. I mean, mean, obviously, if he was told not to do it anyway, and then he still did. And would you you actually, uh, uh, some people may turn around and say, well, actually, it's a clone. It's not actually... It's not actually a human. It's actually a clone of a human. Let's say if it, they were twins or something. So then you've also got um, people on different sides going, well, no, it's not this. It's, it's uh, you know, like church may go, well, we've oh, already, it's hadbonic. You know, you shouldn't be doing anything like that. We've well, it's already too had late, Dolly. What are you going to have? I yeah. mean, Dolly the sheep was uh, yeah. the the clone that yeah. was um, sheep was cloned. She's had about six u- six calves, mm, um, yeah. you know, since. Yeah. Um, so you could say, obviously, in terms of the like the the sheep and lamb population, and she was named as a clone. We've got. I mean, then. was she a clone? But yeah. or was she kind of? But what she was, was cloned from uh, 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 one set of DNA? What I believe. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it's yeah. just basically right. Your DNA. I'm going to take your little bit of DNA, put it in the egg. <coughs> well, is Go that the same? Well, is that the same? Like as genetically modified? I would have thought it's um, a bit harder um, than like the, uh, yeah, the easy way doing harder. it. But that you can do it because you basically, from from what I remember, is like you take DNA from some organism that you're looking to clone, and you put it into an egg that you've taken the DNA out of and yeah. then you give it like a little shock or something. It yeah. sounds very scientific. Yeah. 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 A bit like Frankenstein's um, monster. Then, yeah. So, and then, and then hopefully like, you know, they, uh, it, comes they off. it, did, from there, it was but... a lot of tries beforehand. So it wasn't, uh, it's not straightforward. Yeah. As... So, I mean, not I understand. as easy as the genetic editing no. that we're talking about with, with CRISPR is the name of the technology that we were talking about with so the, what's, the babies. What's yeah. the, the aim of, I mean, genetic genetic manip- manipulation and editing genes. What is the overall goal for that? I mean, what is it more to do with um, correcting um, these mutations and you know giving people a better yeah, uh, chance like- at life, or is it? Um, is there more to it? I mean, it is a Pandora's box. If you think about it, it really is. It could go either way. I mean, it, we've only just reached a, a, a small part of it, and we've we we could be, you know, in trouble already. And yeah, yet, there's definitely. a lot further uh, that it can go. A lot, like lot we further. talked about with like designer babies. Like, are, are we yeah. going to get to that point? Like, if we have, if we develop this technology I'm enough, sure. where there's companies it's safe doing and it. efficient and we say okay we really know what we're doing with this and that we're targeting certain genes and it doesn't end up doing other genes by accident or something like that yeah. you know i think the hope is that we could use this for um good purposes you know, yeah like cor- correcting which i hate to use that term but yeah. like you know for lack of a better one correcting genetic mutations so that um a person isn't affected by a genetic disorder um but you know, where does it end, right? Oh, like, yeah, mutations aren't necessarily <coughs> bad, not necessarily bad, right? just because it's mutated. I mean, it could give us clarity uh, for something in the future that mm-hmm. actually like, we how need we evolve, that right? Is yeah. mutations, well, of course, yeah, mutations so. <laughs> in evolution. And it's yeah. like, well, uh, the, I mean, that, it is interesting to think like that, and but how we kind of want to kind of get a hold on things and want to kind of... Um, it's, it's, understand things, I suppose, as a well, race, yeah, which really, is great, isn't it? But you don't go, you don't jump in with both feet and go, right, I'm going to mess with that and that. You got. Well, this be is what you were saying earlier about it careful. being um, quite a Pandora's box. Yeah. And um, in terms of you know designer babies, 
it's it's interesting to think because the only sort of kind of beneficial thing I can think of for that is is going right how do we sell this as a product you know because they won't be saying we can you know if you there will be a price tag attached to this yeah, somewhere you know and right um again moral well, moral the, implications yeah. of that well it's it, not the morals of the uh, well that's well, the everyone. company isn't it i mean it's the morals of everybody that it's not it, yeah, not only the person that, who's who's paying for the service but the person and the, who can afford company. it yeah yeah so then exactly you start getting into like only wealthy people can access this technology yeah. to either prevent genetic diseases or go to the next level where you're saying we're going to enhance a yes, human in yeah, some exactly. way. Yeah. So you, you're not just, um, and they, again, where does the human sort of condition come into that where, you know, there's no, um, you know, we, let's say the Olympics, you know, people try out and, you know, work hard to okay. get to that level where they're able to, um, be the Reach, best at yeah. what they do. Just, just naturally, and then you've got like you Some know genetics to actually. Well, that that's another another issue. But I mean, if you're genetically programmed to be an athlete, yeah, yeah. then longer ha- legs, yeah, better exactly. endurance, better way you know, to like you know break capacity, down oxygen properly. <laughs> all these things yeah. that go to make a, an athlete the best, yeah, um, you know, can be instilled genetically. Then does that not take away? you know, the the sort of spirit of the game, if you like. Yeah, but then... It's kind of like the steroid, yeah. you know, conversation too. Like, all right, we're saying, okay, you shouldn't use any drug-enhancing things to enhance your performance, but it's like, okay, are we going to have rules for this too? Like, how, you know, However, if it wasn't someone's decision to be born with that way, yeah, is it really on them then? Well, Whatever. yeah, exactly. I mean, that's it's not their fault personally, is it? Whatever if they we were... create someone's out there is going to abuse it. It doesn't matter what it is. And it's just a careful, it's just a thing of making sure oh. either they can't get hold of it or that it takes them a lot longer to deal but with. Also, I can't really say much, to be honest, when I turn around and say, you know, if it happens in nature, then then that's great because, you know, it's natural. So, you know, there's nothing to stop to genetically perfect people coming together and trying to create well, a yeah, genetically exactly. perfect baby. We see that with celebrities all the time. Right? Oh, you see, yeah, <laughs> you see it all with your Brad and Angelinas and stuff like that. That's you the know. thing, you mess with nature, she she will bite back and she bites back hard and we just regret, we can't do anything after we've done it realistically. So you're basically, obviously. you're more concerned about what, what things could come out. Uh, well, we're going to change, our environment would change. It doesn't matter even Talk. if it was in a good stuff or bad stuff. We are going to change with the. I wanted to ask actually, um, you know, in terms of genetics, um, I've been seeing recently a lot of kind of animals um, that were uh, presumed extinct coming back into the wildlife, and people are spotting them and going, oh, "Well, we've, we we assume that was extinct." Um, would you say that, you know, in terms of kind of like genetics, w- that animals have a sort of the capacity to survive in bounce these back. sort of bounce back in these respects? Or do you think this is kind of because I've heard a couple of conspiracies like people saying that they're the being kind of genetically modified and um, their experiments are being released being brought back Jurassic Park style, do you mm. know what I mean? Yeah, but you so, can only do 90-odd percent. You won't be able to get 100% on no, that. No, of course you wouldn't. It wouldn't be the yeah. exact same animal, but it'd be a version. You want to try it with a mammoth and an elephant, and after the, I think, the sixth 
uh, at birth, it would be 96.5% DNA matched, apparently. Well, so it's interesting you bring up mammoth because there is a a researcher, um, George Church, that is working on bringing back the woolly mammoth. Like this is a project that he's been working on. So it's interesting because he's also um, kind of a major player in terms of this genetic editing technology that we're talking about, CRISPR. Um, So we'll see what happens with it. I mean, I'm really intrigued. I want to chat with him um, because, you know, I want to see like, well, where are you at with this research? And like, you know. What are you going to do with it and the purpose of it afterwards? And I mean. Yeah. I mean, like, what are we going to do if we bring back a woolly mammoth? What's the, what's the yeah, next step? We're right? going to bring that back a dinosaur. What was right. it? Because they discovered kind of like a frozen. I think we've seen like how that goes. Maybe we shouldn't bring back the dinosaur. Yeah. Well, yeah, totally. I think some of them might be all right, but just don't bring the you know the ones that can Trinosaurus kill us all. Rex. Yeah, do you know? Right. What I mean? Not the um, scary ones no. where you're stuck in the jeep and you can't get out. Just so. some big ones with long necks. <laughs> you like going swimming. <laughs> yeah. So, but I mean, um, do you um, know what's herbivores? Herbivores. Yeah, was that mammoth the? I mean, is he working with like? Because I know the was a mammoth actually discovered in Siberia, Siberia yeah. wasn't it? That was one so of the most well-preserved. Like, right, yeah. like cells from fossils, because then you could extract the DNA from that. Yeah, there was um, enough DNA in there, apparently. Yeah. But this is what I was wondering, actually, yeah. because, I mean, in terms of, like, you know, um, how much DNA is a, you're able to kind of work with, I mean, from a fossil, I mean, what's the what's the deal with that? I mean, um, you know, right. these... I've I've heard from um you could be um totally rebuilt from a flake of dandruff to a bit of skin a hair follicle I mean is that right I mean could could somebody make a clone of me just by pinching a hair off my head Possibly um it depends how intact the DNA is so I think that's the issue with fossils is like okay how long has that fossil been there obviously a long time if it's a fossil so some of the DNA may be broken down, like degraded. So it may not be, you know, available to read the entire DNA sequence um, to figure out, okay, what is that? So that you could theoretically like, you know, bring that species back um, or that really individual um, back. But I think it kind of depends on how much DNA you're able to get and like, what's the quality of that DNA? Okay. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, like I always found it really fascinating that you think that even one a straight strand of hair could contain all the information that makes yeah, to make you up well, you know i got a video of someone who i know he works uh with dna and they actually got a bit of dandruff and was it dandruff i think no it might have, uh, i don't know if it was i can't remember if it was a bit of dandruff and then uh no it actually was a cell it was a <laughs> right, single cell and it, he, he made a heart out of it with that single cell on its own in a in a petri dish. So I mean that that to me bugs me out because I mean how do you program that cell to to become a, a, exactly what you want? I mean if it's a cell, then you must need to be able to give it a set of instructions to become you know when they grew the ear on the back of the um the right rat like what are you going to become because there's exactly. a lot of things you could become on a body how do mm. you decide whether you're going to be a heart cell an eye cell skin cell. Um, so, I mean, it's it's pretty complex, definitely not my area, but um, it's cool that we can use what's called stem cells that are basically like, kind of think of cell, cells in like different levels, I guess. So this would be like a level zero cell where like this cell could become anything. 
Right. Okay. Um, yeah. So it could become, as we said, like skin, um, heart cell, muscle cell. Um, and it's usually factors in that environment that then tells it, oh, this is what you should be doing. So it's it's part of the epigenetics of like turning on or off certain genes because remember all of our cells have all of our DNA. Yeah. So it doesn't matter what cell you are, you have all the information, but what makes an eye cell different from a skin cell is which genes are being turned on and which are turned off. So that's the big, big part, I think, where epigenetics is playing a big role in like, you know, when we're growing organs in a lab, then yeah, we're needing well to like turn on certain genes so that they know you should be a heart. Don't become a liver. Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah. That's really interesting. So, I mean, it, when it's got to the point where you guys understand epigenetics to a, to a point where you're able to dictate what these, um, stem cells graph to or do you know to I guess someone has I don't fully get it but someone else well I mean it's impressive that it's impressive that you know obviously someone has um I mean where do you think you know where do you think the future of it it, it's going uh, is it going down the right road I think the future is that a lot of people and it's going to become more common to have your genome sequenced yeah so a lot of people have had some form of genetic testing at this point, um, whether that was a direct consumer test like 23andMe, Ancestry, like one of those you spit in a vial and you yeah. mail it off and you get results a month later. Yeah. Um, or going to a healthcare provider's office and doing some kind of genetic testing because they're trying to figure out symptoms for a person or a condition or something. Um, but I think instead of doing like, oh, we're going to do a genetic test. Oh, we're going to do another one. We're going to do another one. I think we'll get to a point, hopefully, where people are just having their whole genome sequenced. Mm. And then we're just <laughs> going to be looking at that data every time we need to figure something out. So we say, okay, yeah, you seem to be having these symptoms going on. Let's go back to your genome and see if we can look at certain genes that we think might be playing a role in those symptoms you're having. Yeah. So I think that's where we're headed with things because Genetic sequencing has gotten so much cheaper um, over the years. It used to be really expensive. Um, but now, I mean, you can get your genome done for like a few thousand dollars um, from my understanding. Right. So it's instead of like a million dollars or something where we, we started from. Jeez. Wow. I mean, I've never done one of those DNA and uh, testing things, do you know, where you, you, your ancestry. Um, I was yep, actually, one of those. I was watching a thing about these um, the other day, actually, and it was um, two... It, it was um, a, a set of twins, and they both did um, a number of these um, tests from different companies. And they identical wanted, twins. Yeah, identical twins, but they wanted to see if the you know the data were came back, identical. and they and, and it, it did came back where where you know um, they were saying that one of them had ancestry in one part of the world, and whereas the other one, the other one had somewhere else. But then when they looked when they looked a bit deeper into it, it was not 100% accurate, it was like 50%, and the, basically the other 50% was a ballpark figure, so they would be like, well, we can narrow it down to the continent, but yeah. the, the village, the town, it, we're, we're just guessing. Yeah, yeah this so, is why I was mm -hmm. asking about the mapping, if it's uh, fully complete and that, and that, that this is where... Yeah, I know, but I think a lot of these DNA heritage things, is it just recreational um, sort of science, if you like, just, Somewhat. you know, so people can just be like... Oh, get an idea of my heritage, and um, you know, but in the fine print, it doesn't exactly give you a full 
um, breakdown. I mean, some of them might. I mean, I might be a bit sceptical on this one, but, you know, um, yeah. I've never actually done that myself. Um, and I've done a no. few of them. And, and I think one of the main problems is that when the field of genetics started and doing all of the sequencing and starting to understand, um, you know, how DNA is spelled and like what that all means, we started with people of European ancestry. Um, so we really started with white people. So we understand people of European descent much better than other people in the world. So what the one of the problems with these tests are that like I have ancestry mostly from Ireland. So when I did the test, it can narrow down all the way to say, um, I'm mostly from East Cork, Ireland. So not even right. just Ireland, not even Cork, but I'm from East Cork, Ireland and some others, whatever, and others from other branches of the family. But, you know, from my dad's side, that that's a big part of it. Now, if I had ancestry from other countries, um, if I had ancestry from Africa, it probably would be much more generic because right. the databases that we have are primarily for people of European descent. We don't have it from people that are, you know, more directly from descended from Africa. And that's a huge disparity in yeah. genetics. And it's, it's not just a problem in, in ancestry with this like interesting, you know, kind of fun genetics entertainment, but even when it comes down to medical conditions, because yeah. if we find someone has a spelling difference and we say, well, we don't know if this is just human diversity and you're totally healthy, it's no problem from this, or if this is causing a health problem yeah, or could yeah, cause yeah. a health problem for kids, for, you know, someone having biological children. So this is an area that I think like, does seem you know, like as as a field we well, need to get better. How do we correct at. that? I mean, how do we kind of um, influence influence make. more people to um, you know volunteer their their DNA? I suppose to That's these. That's definitely a the, part of it. I mean, would you say to these um, DNA um, websites and heritage websites, or would you say more directly, if you like, you know, to the yeah. I think it's more of like on a, on a research standpoint, so more on like the medical side as opposed to these direct consumer companies, 23andMe, Ancestry, them. Um, and obviously there's a lot more. Those are just the most common, at least like in, in the US and I'd say the UK probably too. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think it, it, it comes down a lot to how scientists in the scientific community are communicating with um, just you know, layman people, just people in the population and saying, this is what we're doing. And this is why we need more people to be partners in research and, you know, donate samples and so that we can do more research. Um, but to have the transparency there so that people understand, because the scientific community has a bad history, if I'm being blunt on being transparent and also, yeah. um, you know, treating people equally and, yeah. you know, we look at you know stories like Henrietta Lacks, who was a, a black woman who had her cells taken and wasn't informed and didn't have any consent giving her cells. And we have all of these scientific advancements from her cells. Um, she's, she's, you know, we kind of joke in the scientific community that she's done the best reproductively because she yeah. has more cells on the planet than any other organism or anything because labs from all over the world have her cells. Um, and, you know, we can thank vaccines for her being able to even culture cells. Like we were talking about growing cells in Petri dishes. So many scientific advancements because of her cells that she didn't even okay. Yeah, and her I family has not been properly compensated. I think I was reading about this. Was it um, a, yeah. a tumor that she had that was removed and that carried on, um, it's, it carried on growing itself after, even yes. after she passed away. 
That was really Correct. It br- still is growing. It you is, still have yeah. cells that are growing. I've used HeLa cells. Right, okay. That's, that's yeah, amazing. Yeah, in a lab. So, I mean, in terms of like, you know, um, it, it, is, it is strange to think that this sort of stuff is in a lab. I mean, I didn't really want to go into the the what's going on in the world at the moment but with the pandemic and stuff. But there are these, um, you know, things that are kept under lock and key, aren't they? I mean, that are quite naughty, you know, in a lot of respects, quite dangerous. Um, and, and yet we're paying for it for them to de- de- make the advancement to, like, to tell us the information to advance you, everyone else. Well, where I'm going with this is, do you think that, you know, with the pandemic going on, um, do you think that there's been a lot of kind of, um, you know, development in the research of genetics and how we're able to use genetics, um, you know, for medical purposes or, you know, because I did feel like there was a lot of kind of stuff rushed in, you know, um, but if it worked, was that a good thing, do you know, um, or was it kind of, does that kind of open the door for other um, experiments to be done in the future that might not have been able to be, uh, you know, like we were talking for ethical and moral reasons, do you reckon that things might happen a bit more quicker now that since this has happened and the vaccine that needed to be produced? I think certain things because a lot of things in life comes down to money. So, you know, with COVID, obviously there's been such a push of like, okay, we, it's such a top priority to develop treatments and vaccines for COVID because that's going to help us, you know, really end this pandemic and turn into the endemic part. Um, but so I think that's a big part of it because if we have funding and we have people that are passionate and, you know, um, really latching on to this, then we're going to get, you know, improvements happening. Um, you know, we see so many organizations for genetic disorders, all things like raising money so that they can have money to spend in terms of lab and do research and everything. Um, and I, I think too, in terms of just COVID, I think people are more aware of like variants now because that's now just like in our normal vocabulary. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I used to say, and even in this episode, I probably said like mutation stuff because I'm, I'm almost like people don't know what a variant is, but now I'm like, actually people know what a variant is now. Like that's, that's pretty common. And I I think in that sense, people are a little bit more exposed to genetics because we learn about, okay, the Delta variant, the Omicron variant. So I think people understand like, you know, with, with evolution of a virus and like understanding like, oh, if there's a spelling difference in the DNA, that's what's making it a little bit different. And that Omicron is different from Delta, different from whatever our original virus was. Um, so I think it's it's both. I think people being more aware of the genetic side of things is is good in terms of public education and awareness. And then also just more money being poured, you know, into research is probably going to have a lot of like downstream effects from that. Excellent. Now, uh, uh, what do you know about like this uh, new, the, the vaccine that come out for this uh, COVID-19? Now, uh, it's supposed to have been, it's a new kind of form of vaccine uh, with using uh, RNA instead of using the DNA form. Could you uh, explain to the viewers a little bit about um, how, what you know about that? Yeah, I can give a shot at it. I'm definitely not a, not a vaccine expert, but um, I think one thing that people sometimes are like concerned about when they hear it is like, okay, you're, you're injecting me with, with part of the virus kind of thing. Right. And with an MRNA vaccine, we naturally have MRNA in us. So in order for our DNA 
to be turned into a protein and like actually be like working in the body. Um, mRNA is what is like the transition part of that. So mRNA stands for messenger RNA. So it's literally the messenger between yeah. like DNA and then making into a protein. Um, and mRNA doesn't stick around, right? Just like a, a messenger boy, like they disappear, right? So, yeah. um, so mRNA is being degraded. It's being broken down in the body. So I think that's one aspect that, you know, people may hear about like, oh, it stays in your body forever. Like, no, it really doesn't. It's being degraded and it's just training your immune system so that when it sees this certain spike protein, um, which is a certain protein on the virus, when it sees that, it's already been trained to say, this is foreign. This should not be in our body. We've yeah. got to attack this and get rid of it. Um, so I think that's one of, it's it's different from other vaccines because of that, because we're using mRNA and we're, we're targeting basically a certain like flag that COVID's waving and saying, okay, I've got this spike protein here. And then, you know, our army of an immune system called T cells say, Oh, there it is. got to go attack that, get rid of it. And what's a great aspect about this is that as COVID, you know, evolves with these new mutations, as long as that spike protein is there, theoretically, the vaccine should still be working because your body knows to fight the spike protein. And if the spike proteins on the virus, you know, should be, you know, pretty good to go. And it, at least it decreases your, um, chance of having symptoms that are going to be life threatening. Um, so, you know, also decreases your chance of, of having, you know, COVID and everything. Um, but you know, in general, it's, it's training your body so that it's, it's like, all right, we're fighting this and it's not brand new. So it's kind of studying for a test before you're taking it versus just walking in the test and hoping for the best. Also, now Europe has come out, the uh, scientists in Europe, uh, their board has come out uh, the other day actually saying that um, if you have too much of it, it could actually destroy your immune system. So you shouldn't have too much of the vaccine. <coughs> well, I've, I've read this thing about this guy who was like literally being um, paid, being paid to go and take vaccine shots for people. Like, oh, you know, um, you know, he'd go in and he'd get the, the, their, um, the thing done and, you know, the card signed yeah. or whatever. So, you know, he could, you know, twice, well, uh, twice, three times, you know, he was going in and taking X amount of, uh, vaccines. Now, that can't be good for you. Not, no. He probably had a lot no. of symptoms too. I know yeah. after my third dose, like I was, I was out all, I got a Friday night and I wasn't good till Monday morning and I was happy to be vaccinated and everything. But I'm like, yep, my body is processing this, you know? Yeah, of it's course. Like, and that's all it well. is, isn't it? I mean, it does process it. And like you say, it, it's almost like giving your, um, your, your DNA that sort of, um, that initial sort of hidey ho, I'm here. Um, and, it's fat. It's more fast reactive because uh, the uh, COVID is uh, attacking. Uh, yeah, but it's in such a small. Like a it's in such a small dose, isn't it? In terms of a vaccine, because yeah, it's just like, introducing your body to it in the sense that it's enough for your body to be able to start producing yeah, 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 yeah. T cells yeah. and and combat it. Yeah. So yeah, it's like a sneak preview. It's like a trailer to the movie, right? Yeah. Like it's just like a little bit. <laughs> yeah, so you can get to it faster because. Uh, uh, our uh, normal vaccines uh, aren't as quick as so, as this vaccine was, yeah. supposedly. Which so, um, where do, where do you think um, you know genetics is is um, headed? Well, no, I mean we've we've kind of discussed that, haven't we? I mean, how how fast do you think it's um, progressed since um, the 
this, you know, obviously the mapping of the genome. Um, do you think that it's it's like computer power where it's going to get kind of absolutely ridiculous in the terms of like what we can do and um, how we can manipulate it? Um, what do you? What are the kind of like horror stories or kind of? Have you heard of any sort of plans to do anything that you thought was just totally out there or? Hmm, totally out there. I mean, I think it's interesting to look at like the clinical trials that are happening because, yeah. you know, as we talked about, like with, with CRISPR, the genetic editing technology of like, you know, in my opinion, and a lot of other people in, in ethics, um, bioethics, like say, okay, we shouldn't be messing with human embryos where we could pass these on. But it's interesting to see like the clinical trials that are using CRISPR, but on, you know, like cells to be able to help in terms of like cancer, um, and other, other conditions. So I think that's, that's an area that is really interesting just to see, like, as you said, like how we're going to be using this, um, and I think CRISPR is just something to like, look out for. It's, it's definitely, been something I've been focused on just like the past 10 years, just seeing how that's developed. How, what, what, um, what is CRISPR in the sense? Of, I know you were saying it was a, like, um, a, it's um, um, an editing tool, I suppose. I mean, but what would that look like? I mean, in, in terms of like a computer, is it a big computer? Is it, you know, um, how, what does that look like in terms of, um, for me, for my own sort of right. mental so image? It, it's all like on that molecular scale. Um, but I think about CRISPR like a pair of molecular scissors where it's able to go in exactly to the point you want to in the DNA and say, let's cut out this part of the DNA and then let's introduce another part and then kind of tape up the DNA, fix that. And so then you've inter you've basically like either replaced a gene or like introduced a new gene. Um, so it's, it's just really cool. And, and just, as we kind of talked about earlier, just like very relatively easy for researchers and scientists to use in the lab and, and inexpensive. So right. where the, the CRISPR so, basically just comes in like molecular scissors, cuts it out, paste, paste a new gene in. And are you able to see that? I mean, in real time, as you do it, if you're ma manipulating a gene that, you know, cause you do see these sort of things in, you know, you know, in movies and it's all right. dead theatrical. And you're like, that's not how, like it's when they're like looking it, at a DNA molecule. Yes, like, exactly. No. <laughs> so how, how do you work with this stuff if it's so minute? This is what I can't get my head around. It's like, yeah. you know, like you how do we even to... sequence a gene? Like it's exactly. so tiny, right? Yeah. I mean, there's just well, so much technology that has been developed to figure out like, okay, how can we figure out like the sequence of a gene and how can we figure out like, did we cut out the part that we need to or not? Um, and a lot of it is like trial and error and like, oh, if we did this and, you know, if I'll give an example. So um, I remember in high school, we had this bacteria and we had a container of this gene from a jellyfish that makes the jellyfish glow okay, called yeah. P-Glow. Yeah. And so we were able to take that P-Glow gene and insert it into the bacteria and the reason we knew it worked is because the bacteria started glowing. And we're like, well, obviously that worked because the bacteria wasn't glowing before that. I've seen this similar thing on monkeys. I've seen glow in the a glow-in-the-dark monkey. Where, really? Yeah. I'll have to look that up. Um, wow. I, I think it was a genetic experiment. But okay. yeah, glow-in-the-dark animals. And I think it was exactly that, introducing um, some sort of... Even plants. I've seen it in plants. Right. Yeah, and yeah you guys talked about that in the GMO plants. episode. Yeah, 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 the, yeah, and there's actual natural. Uh, I was watching something the other day about natural plants that uh, let this off, uh, off anyway. 
Well, I found that again weird that you know that we were talking about aubergines and like um, aubergines, how like you know they never used to secrete a venom, yeah. and now they're a venomous um, plant because you know they secrete a venom that kills the beasts that we're eating them. Um, right. And evolution, yeah, you know maybe <laughs> it would have maybe it would have done that, but it we gave we we took another gene and put it into the aubergine plant to make it do that yeah. because we knew that it killed the pest. So, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. but it wouldn't affect us. So it's weird. I, I just think, you know, um, it's clever. Don't get me wrong, but I still can't get my head around it. And, it's you know, there's crazy. a lot of it that, you know, um, I, I find it just makes me talk blah, 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 and gibberish because I just can't <laughs> get my head around it. So, thank, you know, thank you for coming on the show and explaining it to us. Um, yeah. yeah. Really, really informative and really, really knowledgeable. Um such a pleasure to have you on. What are your plans for the rest of the weekend? Um, my brother's visiting, so we pl- basically just play board games and chill and have fun. That so all right. that's, Wait, yeah, that's yeah. really the plan You're here. Be in but this time. no, th- thank you for ha- having me on the show. It's always, it's always fun. I just, obviously I love talking about genetics. I've been doing it for ten years on the yeah. show, right? But um, it's always fun just to also like kick back on episodes like these and you know just talk to talk to both of you and just kind of like spitball about like where could we go with this? How yeah. could this yeah. work? Yeah. Well, I hope um, we haven't sounded yeah. too much like a bunch of dumbasses, but you know, um, no, so. no, not at all. This is this fun conversations. You guys have good questions. You're thinking well, things through. Well, you definitely should come on the show again. Yeah, it's been an absolute definitely. pleasure. Yeah, um, well, so, sounds awesome. I mean, how can I not? You guys have these awesome british accents oh <laughs> thank you excellent <laughs> all right well there you go right, well, thank you Kira. thank you for coming on and we'll catch yes, you again you guys. next time thank, thank you so much taylor thank you very much well thank you Kira, for joining us on the show i love it when we have guests on that can shed a bit of light on what i don't actually understand fully because oh, yeah, there's bits that i know brilliant. and like i say these you know you hear stories and you kind of try and follow where this stuff's going but so yeah. complex yeah uh, oh, so yeah. to have someone like Kira come on the show who can actually like break it down for you yeah and oh, maybe so i was being a bit dumb there towards the end going but where's it going you know where's this going because i need to know yeah well it's, it's an interesting topic if you it think. is very it's interesting very, and there's a very and she, and she knows her stuff you know what she I mean? does doesn't she well thank you so Kira, again for, for coming on um yeah, hopefully thanks. we'll get you on again in the yes. future yes. um i'm sure there'll be plenty of um questions uh, questions and um you know um Some, strides in the field yeah that you know she'll want to have a chat with us about hey yeah anytime so, yeah, yeah we're up for that see yes Always a pleasure. Anyway, yeah, we've got some news. Cracking on with the show. Don't go anywhere, people. No, oh no. Because I notice notice on the analytics that people listen to, like, you know, the main thing and then they tail off a little bit. I know, and you miss miss even better Also, I also notice that about 50% of you people aren't even subscribed. Oh, naughty, naughty. You should just press that little red button. Yeah, if you're on YouTube, ring the bell. Do all the business. You know the dance. Yeah. You know what, everyone else, I shouldn't have to tell you how many YouTubers and other content creators tell you on a daily basis to subscribe and ring the bell. You should know by now. Don't make me come round there. We shouldn't need to tell you anything. You should already already be pressing, I like it, I've subscribed to it, and it's going to tell me when it's It's one of them, isn't it? It's like, do you need me to fucking blow your nose for you? Well, Tuck you in at night, come on. Some people are like that. Come on, people. Yeah. Oh, we're running out of tissues. <laughs> Blow your own nose. He runs out of tissues. Yeah, pretty fast, actually. Man size. Right, anyway, moving on, Big we've boy. got some news. <laughs> it's a news. 
news. In the news, Kleenex take a dive yeah. in their stocks after Taylor quits blowing his nose. <laughs> well, anyway, no, we've got some leading in from uh, Kira's, um, you know, um, interview coming yeah. on the show. Um, we've got um, a genetic story kicking off the news. It's a pilot scheme in the UK, um, oh. which is basically going ahead, um, which is going to be predictive genetic testing. Nice. Well, maybe, maybe nice, wow. but it predicts apparently um, high risk uh, cardiovascular disease. Ah. So, yeah. well, I mean, you could predict it through genetics because obviously, like we were talking about, yeah. where you know, I, you know, apparently a history of like heart disease runs in a family. Yeah. Then yeah. potentially, like that could Turn just be like. Well, we already know that that, you know, based on family history. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, pr- how much is it predicting based on your genetics? I mean, you could just get that data from, you know, just family history. If there's a, a you know, that's why they oh, ask yeah. you that question that's of the doctors, yeah. don't they? Is there a history of any of um, this illness in your family? And you go, yeah. Yes. And they'll so go, then right, the is, we yes. factor that into yeah. your diagnosis, technically speaking. You know, I think that's not yeah, yeah. out of the realms of the normal, is it? So no. where does this um, you know, play into it. I mean, they're saying that they can predictively um, test your genetics to identify these high-risk cardiovascular. So that's heart disease, isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. They're going on one area where there is other ones out there that actually try and test for everything that you possibly could okay. gain or have. Well, well, the NHS pilot scheme is called HEARTS. Right. Um, or heart, and it's offering genetic tests to over a thousand healthy volunteers aged between forty-five to sixty-five, or ah, sixty-four. Okay. Oh, when I'm sixty-four, ah. I'm not going for that. Oh, bless you. <laughs> oh, let's get you I'm old. Only get, just. get him his walking only stick. Ah, uh, no, one of them's in my frames. He'll be going for the early bird special while he's on <laughs> on, on way. You know, five o'clock dinner. Oh yeah, 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 definitely. Sp- Don't get spam any water. So, yeah, where do, what do you reckon to that? I mean, um, in terms of, like, pilot schemes, I think let's see where it goes. I think they probably yeah. get some good results out of that. But I think yeah, I'm, I'm a bit kind of... Are. I mean, maybe Kara could probably clarify this in terms of what would he gleam out of the genetic test that they yeah. couldn't get out of family history. Yeah, 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 very true. Very so, true, but maybe. I think it's more of a um, uh, looking at them areas. So you, uh, they're actually... Uh, they're looking at just the uh, the heart and the the DNA uh, profile for the heart. Um, they would recognise. Look into your heart. Which I've ones been, to I've been turn singing on a lot today. I'm sorry. You have. I, just, I can't help it. Uh, which you ones say to turn on and, and it off? Just and triggers the song lyrics in my head. Hopefully, sorts things out. But then, like we were discussing, that like it depends on who's actually using it, and you can use it for good, but. You can use it for bad as well, you know what I mean? It's just using the technology Let's for it, evil. It gives us, and sometimes it actually gives us an area of another area that we didn't even think about that well, actually of course, yeah. Could I mean, help out. Yeah, but that's how generally science works, isn't it? It's yeah, like, it leads um, on to you know, something else. Like how Worst, questions. Worcester sauce was invented or, yeah. or WD 40. It was oh, just yeah. like we were trying to invent one thing, but accidentally but made, made this, this up yeah. by accident. Yeah, so, you know, which uh, sometimes is good, sometimes is bad. You know what I mean? Yeah. It depends you, what you make. Really. Have you seen anything that's uh, piqued your interest this week? Um, yes, I have actually a news blackout on media um, blackout. Yeah, on uh, the Canadian drivers who were trying to drive to Oregon. I think it is. 
Um, on the Oregon Trail. Yeah, basically. It's, uh, so this is about 35,000 of them. Is this vaccine related? It is, and, it, and the, they're not anti-vaxxers uh, like we ain't. Uh, they just want, they don't want to be told you have to have it. Because basically, if you go across the border to America, you've got to wait 14 days and then travel back, make sure you, you're tested and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And most of the drivers are actually uh, vaccinated. Well, I think this might be a case of like why that, um, you know, there was a meme going around earlier this week about, you know, the yeah. pre um, president or prime minister of Canada. And he was saying about Putin, yeah. you know, crossing the border in the Ukraine, saying, yeah. you know, make yeah. sure that all your soldiers are fully vaccinated before yeah, you cross right, any man. borders. Yeah. And I assume that that's some kind of play on that yeah yeah uh, you know, yeah to an extent and it's even know. happening to uh, american drivers uh, lorry drivers as well now it's just getting um, stopped at the border basically, basically saying yeah. you, it's worth your time getting vaccinated because otherwise you've got that 14 day quarantine period yeah but it's also showing now on the shelves like there's uh, less food being on the shelves and stuff like that because um it's like a the supply drivers, chains yeah yeah of course i mean we're seeing Very it important. in the uk because of um the brexit yeah um debacle thing yeah. you know and it's like now we've got these vaccine um mandates on people coming into the country uh, you know and needing covid passports to get in the country to an extent i mean well we like, work on a 24-hour system of uh, moving of goods that uh and basically if any problem happens between the shipping and to the the lorry drivers who go off and deliver it then like it, it really interrupts of course That's, it does yeah you know what i mean and they're only asking to so they can actually go and work, work but they don't have do, to be forced you know have a livelihood have, basically yeah. this is the problem with this pandemic yeah yeah, yeah. it's cost a lot of people livelihoods yeah and, lives you know as well, right? i mean there's Lots a lot of there's a lot of um individual um professions that have yeah. just been hit yeah Massive and there's a lot yeah. of people who've been lucky through it and you know they, yeah. they might be in Mainly the same the job that they were in pre-pandemic yeah. and you know they've not really been affected, that affected much, yeah. you know in that way yeah, yeah. than some of us but obviously yeah. there's oh, people yeah, yeah. in the travel industry the um you know the leisure industry yeah. uh people who own um nightclubs and bars hospitality yeah, you know all these loads. different um you know avenues of employment even like delivery drivers yeah, and yeah. Totally when they were considered frontline workers making sure that you had enough toilet roll during the pandemic yeah and, you know getting getting all the stuff you needed yeah, yeah want, to be locked wine. down at home yeah, yeah then you know these people were essential but yeah, all of a sudden unsold. same with the they nurses isn't really. it it's kind yeah. of same similar situation with they the get nurses shat on, where they were you know frontline workers and at the very beginning of the pandemic it was like we'll draft in um people who were you know, they've not been in the profession for 20 years, yeah. but anyone who can do the Retirees job. And, and now all like of a that. sudden it's yeah. like, you've, yeah, you've done your work, you've helped us out, but see you in a bit. Yeah. And, you yeah, know, yeah, it's, yeah. it's the same oh, for yeah. a lot of professions. It's not just the medical so community, true. but I mean, so it's true. like, you know, these lorry drivers have been lorry drivers for, you know, years. Yeah. And all of a sudden they can't do what they do anymore yeah. because of restrictions and and because of it destroys company livelihoods i, and I mean stuff like i that. understand why these restrictions were put in place but i mean it's a case of that you know there it's needs so to be it? it's so forceful because it's, it, yeah. it's around the world it's not just canada and america that are having these uh issues uh i mean they uh they've been trying well, to I think bring everyone's it out a bit too sensitive more. on the borders at the moment as well do you know what i mean like, yeah with all yeah. this but well everyone's kicking off though about it and some of the countries are backed off like we have 
um, but how far, uh, how, when are they going to turn around and bring it back on? Because you can, you can, you can sort of. It's one of those feel like that it could be dropped. At ten any years minute. ago, ten years ago, you go, you know, you'd be like, if something was to happen to this extent, yeah. you wouldn't have believed it. No, yeah. Yeah, 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 you'd yeah, be yeah. like, if someone was but to I, say, yeah, I would do that. This was going to happen, yeah. and predict it. Mm. You'd be like, nah. You wouldn't have any of it. You'd be like, that's never going to happen yet. Yeah. But now we're living in a world where we, you know, the possibility or the idea that a new variant or a new um, lockdown or, you know, a, a whole close down of the country is an actual possibility and a reality. Well, so so good... whether, you know, if someone was to say that now, I'd, yeah. I'd be like, yeah, it's a possibility. You yeah, know, oh, whereas yeah, yeah. 10 years ago, it wouldn't even have been like, it gets an idea that's not even going to be about. a thing. Do you well, know what yeah, I mean? that, well, that's true. But I, what I tomorrow brings is a, is anyone's guess, well, isn't it? Really. Um, what I uh, really liked about it, uh, sort of about it, is how uh, the people now can see how um, those who we employ, who work for us, and how they work for us, as in like how governments work, how how fucked up stuff they do, how um, stuff they bring in to mess with our lives, but they are nice and comfortable doing their kind of... Uh, having uh, a party, yeah. Yeah, and having a bit of kick. using frontline workers, but then disrespecting them by, you know, not yeah. giving them away high wages. Or well, like, not even you know, just giving them a high wage. I mean, it's, it, wage it, the wages, yeah. the wages yeah. um, not in are there when you when you they're literally telling you you ain't got a wage anymore. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The economics worked out great for the country. Exactly. And you know, yeah, no one gets. I think uh, I think I think it. this is um, one of those that we could debate about for a while, but I think we should yeah. move on. Um, I found yeah. this story. I mean, we're talking again about um, we were talking about vegans. Yeah. Um, oh, I yeah. had a couple of interesting comments um, on over social media about the episode okay and about just comments generally about um veganism and the the meat free thing and a lot of people were saying that the vegan um meat free burgers mm. sausages stuff that looks and resembles like meat yeah is not aimed at vegans yeah it's aimed at meat eaters yeah, to get them to eat to less cheat. meat. Yeah, to, but I, I agree again, with that one. I kind of, I to totally get where yeah. they're coming from. Yeah, but again, it's like that sort of hiding your your dog's medication in peanut butter. Yeah. you know, to try and bamboozle and kind of confuse them. Like, oh, you, you psychologically, you're still eating a burger. Don't worry, nothing's changed. But this yeah, is but it's what I mean about opening people's eyes. Now people can see how their uh, these firms have been. Fucking with your minds and going, oh look at this. Well, this, again, this I've is got worth. nothing to do. I've gone. I've got the utmost respect for the vegan community yeah, and vegetarian. Yeah, I would eat, say that I'm a flexitarian in a lot of ways. That I eat very little meat and I eat. Yeah, a lot I'm not more. really a big meat eater. Do you myself, know what I'm saying? But like, well, there's a company here who wants to pay you. Oh yeah, me. Yeah, yeah go on. Then. Pay you, pay whoever. Yeah, yeah basically yeah. you and your dog. You could be my dog. Yeah, yeah. I'll walk in with you. Yeah, you do what. Thousands of pounds oh, to yeah. go vegan just for three months. Now this just is this is um, asking, you know, I mean, in terms of like, you know, what we'll do to make you go vegan. This is this yeah, is a big, this big is one, a bit, really, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, so, it's a bit um, cheeky one. Mr. Fancy earning seven and a half grand? Yes. Well, um, while saving the planet, Malign might add. Yeah. Well, this is your opportunity. A pet food company is looking to pay dog owners thirty grand salary pro rata for three months. So that, I think that works out a bit more than seven I grand. I think the dogs are gone. Uh, probably on, after mate. tax, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but they want you to go vegan along with your dog. Okay. So um, Omni 
is um, a plant-based dog food company that's looking for human and canine pairings to uh, do an animal-based product test for three months. Mm. What do you reckon? Uh, I reckon it's it's one of them schemes again that you know. Well, the human candidate would have to keep a log of um, their experience yeah. and the pet's experience. And there's a bit of kind of thing to say, like, can animals, you know, have a vegan diet, you know, like dogs, cats, that type of thing. Is it healthy for them? And apparently um, they've not found any evidence to say it's not. Well, yeah, healthy food is, is good for you uh, to a certain degree. Of course, I think, you know, give your, some give your dog, give your dog well, some greens. I'm totally down for giving your dog and yeah, cat yeah. some, some, some abs, green. your vegetables give you some and meat stuff as with well. the meat yeah. and giving them a balanced diet like yeah, that, just well, that like anything it. else. That is but, it. you know, you know, dogs are, are notoriously meat eaters. I yeah. think, you know, the hunters, the, the, the we, you, people forget, going back into the DNA side mm. of things, yeah. that dogs are bred... On me. And domesticated yeah. by humans. They, yeah. they used to be wolves. We never, yeah. the dogs didn't yeah. exist until humans domesticated them. Yeah. yeah. And the variety of dogs we've got now comes down to selection. And, right. you know, you get different breeds by crossbreeding and you get your pure breeds, but they're still not pure because they yeah. were genetically bred out. It's been bred out of them over yeah, years. That's right. So, you know, it's what, there's these, one word that comes to so mind, technically speaking, yeah. I mean, is is giving him a vegan diet any different? I mean, we've uh, look what we've kind of done with the canine, yeah, over the generations. Well, so now we're going to turn on the canines into vegetarians. vegetarians so they're going to well. eat our grass instead of the yeah, local man, get them out mowing, mowing the lawn. Well, it, yeah, that's a good idea actually for the future, maybe. Yeah, like yeah. Mo, get get the dog well, out. There's just one word that comes to mind to me on on it's this crazy, kind of isn't stuff, it? and the word is it's called moderation. Moderate what you eat. Moderate a little bit of meat, a little bit yeah. of veg, a little bit. Of, Don't have you know. to trick people exactly. into eating something just because, like, mum can get away with putting it on the plate, and yeah. the kids don't realise that they're eating vegetables rather than meat. Yeah, because yeah. that's kind of what it seems like they're doing. Well, yeah, yeah I, I it, totally like agree. Yeah, her, yeah, kids won't eat the vegetables, won't they, mum? Well, you can get them a burger, yeah. and they'll eat it and think it's just a normal burger. Yeah, yeah. Well, they do eat ve uh, vegetables quite a lot because kids love chips, but chips. Is an actual vegetable. I don't think, yeah, but the nutritional value well, in a get potato around it. isn't like, you know, it's not one of your five a day, is it, a potato? Oh, well, yeah. Nah. Yeah. Potatoes aren't one of your five yeah. a day. Yeah, mash. No. Yeah. No, yeah. I'm not having it. Google I'm it. it. You Google it. I'll Google it. He's going to Google that while I go into the next story, right? So, um, going, talking about, you know, like, uh, you know, vaccinations and stuff like that. Yeah. Obviously, there's, um, you know, he's, he's, he's yeah, yeah, it's coming up, right? <laughs> so you know, um, um, what's it? Joe Rogan, he's kind of talks a lot about vaccinations and yeah. stuff like that. But I mean, I think he's got quite a heavy opinion on it. Um, there's been a few artists this week um, that have basically turned round and said, "Breaking news! Breaking news! Wait, you're right." <laughs> You're I, right. I he's not, right. He's not considered a five a day. Yep. I can't believe that. I, I could. I could have. I love chips. <laughs> oh, no, I love, who doesn't love yeah. chips? But yeah. they're not one of your five a day. I'm but sorry. It comes out of the ground. It's a vegetable. Bang! It should be one of your five. Well, that's a where day. I think most people are going wrong. Well, they're yeah. only having four right, a day. That's the crisp that gone now. Then a, they're having um, a potato. Yeah. Ah, bastard. There you go. Well, yeah. like I say, getting back to more important yeah. topics. Yeah, you go so, um, Joe Rogan's podcast has been accused of being like, you know, giving out wrong information. Yeah, yeah. he's been criticised. Bad lot, information. Yeah. He's, he, but it's led to a lot of musical artists pulling their music off Spotify 
because Joe Rogan it's is on Spotify. on Spotify. He's, um, you know... Um, Little crybaby. An exclusive podcast to Spotify, so... So um, now that's coming political. Well, now, why like, is that well, yeah, political? Well, yeah, the, 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 the like... Because cool, they believe that he's spreading um, wrong information or misinformation to the public, so therefore they don't want to be then, on yeah. the same okay. platform as them, and that's for perfectly fine by yeah, them, you yeah. know, if they want to remove themselves. Yeah. Uh, Neil Young has had his music removed from Spotify after open, an open letter that said uh, Joe Ro- the Joe Rogan experience was uh, spreading false information about vaccines. See, I like a bit of Neil Young, but you know what? Yeah, old shit, mate. Fuck off well, then if you don't want to do it. On the flip side, though, I mean, yeah. I don't think Joe Rogan might be a bit of a fan, but James Blunt has threatened to release new music on Spotify no, in not protest James against Blunt. Joe Rogan. Oh, my God, the crowds will be going wild now. No. James Blunt, who's James Blunt? Uh, James Blunt, <laughs> James Blunt, I mean, you're beautiful. Yeah, yeah, that, that, that fella. It's true. Yeah, yeah. He was, yeah. He was in, the, so, in a war with a guitar and went, so oh, So James Blunt's this. threatening to actually release new music oh. in protest to James um, to um, oh, no, can't Joe that. Rogan. No, no, no. What that have you be... done to us, Joe? Yeah. Oh, fuck, man. Like, we need that. Yeah. More trouble after all what's going on. I know. You know, you're not satisfied with a pandemic. I you know. want more James Blunt. You know, we're definitely fuck going sake. in the death ages, aren't we, with that shit? Yeah, well, <laughs> come on, mate. You're just going to have to get James Blunt off my mind now. Yeah, come on, give yeah. us another story. Um, well, what about then uh, Sweden? We did the uh, What about before. Um, well, Sweden, uh, Sweden are digging uh, a deep hole, one of the first big deep holes, um, to bury nuclear waste. Right. Okay. So they're digging, digging a big hole. Yeah, it's, uh, they're spending twelve billion on bunkers. I told you last week how you get a big hole dug without yeah. spending twelve billion. Just wait for a nuclear uh, no, uh, no, strike. No, 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 no. If you want to know how, listen to last week's show. Yeah. Um, but, true. no, I don't believe that, you know, like, I think what they're doing there is they're just trying to cover up the the um, the cracks with the, um, you know, by burying it all. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, burying, yeah, yeah. Burying the filth. Yeah, yeah. But Instead of putting not, it in a landfill, just fucking put it in the ground instead. But that is what essentially yeah. a landfill is. <laughs> which is going to, uh, which possibly could toxic the area and... Even wider, is, even into water I mean, supply. at the end of the day, um, a lot of this stuff that's buried is general waste and doesn't decompose. I mean, burying it isn't the answer, really, is it? 100,000 years, it should be decomposed by now. Well, that's something to look so that's, forward yeah, to, Yeah, so isn't that's it? a little time, isn't it, really? Sweden yeah. used to be a nice place. Yeah, it did. I can't believe it. I'm pretty uh, sure it is lovely. I've not, if you want to, anyone yeah, in Sweden want to bring us yeah. over to Sweden, well, We don't know what's it. underground now, you know Same what I mean? Same goes to so. Canada. Yeah. Yeah, it's a lot Canada. of lovely country. You let me in, but and they're all getting wrecked at the minute just because of like fucking politicians, basically. I also. know what's going on at the I minute. I know it's like it's, it's like a, a worldwide dictatorship or something. They're trying to, well, they are. They're trying to get their their way, aren't they? Whoa, 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 with Joe Rogan. Yeah, oh, yeah. We don't want to be sent off. Uh, getting people I, I coming don't, off Spotify I don't want for people, being on it. Yeah, I don't want my favourite artist yeah. coming off Spotify because oh, I've no. said something that they oh. didn't agree with. Oh well, you go. Thousands more will turn up. I'll be like, you're all right. Yeah. I got the CD. Yeah, 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 exactly. exactly. I downloaded your downloaded your I downloaded your illegal ish. Yeah, and no doubt someone will go on and go, you know what? Let's play it. I just literally, that would be it. But do you know what? Funnily enough, if I was Joe Rogan, yeah, yeah right. I'd be laughing my tits. No, me? no, my next episode would be all Neil Young songs. Oh, you know what? Yeah. 
yeah, or punchline somewhere because, along there in there, yeah. Well, yeah, no, just Neil Young songs and uh, Tracy Chapman. Or just sit everyone. there just listening yeah, to just his listening songs. listening to his songs because at the end of the day, yeah, they might take their music down, but yeah. you can put their music back up on Spotify and he's got through your podcast. And if they, copyright. t- if they copyright strike yeah. him, he'll just be like, ah, well, yeah. it was uh, funny for... You're not going to get rid of me. Even if you took it down the same it. day, it'd still be funny. Yeah. Oh, you know what? If Josh, Joe Rogan's listening to it, do it, son, do it. Just be get, just get a Neil Young impersonator in, yeah, like just to yeah. play his songs yeah. in the background on yeah. a stool. Yeah, even better. <laughs> yeah, even better. That'd yeah. be fun. Yeah, so I love Neil artists, Young. Artists think they can control no, everyone no, else's just, voice. I, I, no offense, just just no. That it'd be a com- comedic yeah. thing to do. Yeah, I think it'd be a good yeah. one. Fair yeah. play. Um, yeah. Copy right. written. <laughs> um, I found this story. I mean, this yeah. I thought was a bit extreme. It's about um, a Chinese man um, who apparently tried to kill himself. What? Yeah, right. I know. Yeah, like um, after he said, once they found out, you know, calmed him down and all that. Yeah. yeah, he said he was ashamed that his son was still single at twenty nine. No, twenty nine. Oh my days. I mean, oh. it's a bit extreme, isn't it? I mean, the shame of it. The, sh- oh, the shame my, of the it. Shame. What's wrong with the his shame. son? Well, I think it's a, a, a dishonour, isn't it, over... Jimmy, collapsed over in a train Middle station, East. yeah. Reportedly expressed shame that his son was still single. Um, he survived what he thought was a suicide attempt and said that um, he w- basically... He was thought in, was a suicide yeah, attempt. Yeah, but he was ended up in hospital getting treatment. Right. Um, I mean... What do you think? Well, I'm single at 40, so my dad yeah. would have snuffed, would have fucking offed himself years ago, wouldn't he, in, in dishonour? Yeah, same I, I, don't, I, like, think, I think that it's a bit too it extreme. It might be an honour thing. I don't know. It, it's like, it could be that he, he was depressed or something, or that, like, he's just... I don't know, man. I think, like, this um, a lot like of kind of... It sounds like there's more to it than... It sounds like there's a bit more to it. Yeah. But, I mean, like... You know, but, according to local TV news outlet K News, mm. uh, the unnamed 55-year-old handed a note to the guards um, on the 22nd of January just saying that he'd overdosed. Um, and then when they got to him, he yeah. basically let him s- said that he was that the reason why he killed himself. So he is, didn't really was want trying to kill himself. Him. Um, peop- uh, the son said people of a- his age in the village all have children and grandchildren already. So he's reported to be adding, like, I'm 29 and I'm still single. Right, He's just not found the right one yet. Do you know what I mean? That's it. He's he's still plenty of fish in the sea and he might not be ready. He's he's playing the field. He might be playing the field and going, I'll marry her when, you know, when I've finished. (laughs) Oh, that's... Yeah, of course, yeah. When I've finished playing the field, I will settle When I've sold sold, sold my oats. Yeah, young man's game, man. Is 29 still young? I think 29 is still yeah, pretty I, young. I yeah. think he's young. Well, yeah. he's younger than me, isn't <laughs> yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So, you know. 30 is not old. I mean, it, 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 when uh, some statistics come out the other year and it was... Life uh, begins like, at 40. Yeah, yeah but then it saying. wasn't. It was life begins at 50. And then it's like... Stop it moving like the goalposts, man. It because seems like it's, like it's like 10 years ahead. Every time I get to the benchmark, they yeah. move it. Yeah, it's like my it's pension. <laughs> 65, no, 72, what? I found I found this story quite amusing. Um, so a 19-year-old um, student had mm. built a flight tracking app bot. Oh, right, thing, okay. Yeah, Twitter yeah. bot. Clever, yeah. Um, But apparently Elon Musk tried to pay him to stop. Oh, quid's in. <laughs> oh, mate, you're doing something right if, you, yeah. if you're getting um, you're Elon getting, Musk yeah. uh, messaging you. And that's exactly what happened because um, Elon Musk basically opened a conversation with the 19-year-old, mm. uh, Jack Sweeney, over a Twitter DM. 
So uh, ah, Elon Musk nice. slid into his DMs, nice. um, and he basically said to Sounds him wrong, that um, you've gonna, you've invented this tracker. Um, you're gonna have to take it down. So he said he got this message about midnight, and he was just like, "What the fuck is this really, Elon Musk?" Yeah. And it was. Yeah, yeah. And he's basically said that um, the app that he created, or the bot that he created, was a, a flight security risk, and that he'd have to basically cease and desist. So this kid played it super cool. Yeah, yeah. right. Didn't respond to Elon Musk straight away. God, how much did he get? Left it about six hours. Yeah, six yeah, hours. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Now that's keeping someone waiting. They messaged him back, going. Yeah, I can take it down, Elon, no problem. Yeah. You're going to have to pay me, though. Hell yeah, I made this shit up. You yeah, know what I mean? so he basically said that he wanted a Model 3. <laughs> so um, I'm assuming that's a plane. Yeah. Um, but then he said, I'm only joking, unless... Yeah, question yeah, mark. Yeah. So obviously he, he wasn't joking, joking. He's like, I'm joking. No, I'm not. But I am really. Nah, I'm not really. Yeah, you know, if you've got it in the heart to give me something in return, then I wouldn't, you know, say bad words about well, you. Well, Musk apparently said he'd think about it. Yeah. Yeah, he's, so got, he's got to, because if he doesn't, what's the kid going to do? Right. Oh, I reckon in the, the Model area. 3. Do you know what I reckon the Model 3 is? What? A Tesla. His car. Yes. Yeah, I reckon, it could be, you know. I reckon it probably is, you yeah. know. I don't know enough about cars to know that if that is legit. Maybe it's a fucking rocket. Maybe it's like a precursor to the Falcon 9. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, can I have a know. Model 3? What are you going to do with it? <laughs> Surprise Elon Musk didn't go, hold on, I'll build something here, it, stop it. Bang. Well, so far he hasn't paid him anything. So, you know. Come on, Elon, get your hand in your pocket. You've got change down there. If he's, if especially if he did what you asked him to do as yeah. well. 200 quid, bang. 200 Nothing quid. out of your pocket. 200 quid? Yeah. Well, realistically, yeah, I'd Elon want more. Musk? Yeah. The Duke of fucking Techno King? Yeah, what, second richest man? Yeah. Yeah, but, you know, at the end of the day, it, it, that's not a lot to him, but. It would be to the 19 year old, you know what I mean? 200 that's, quid. That's a good night out. 200 quid's not a lot to anyone these days. Yeah, and I know, but you know, I don't know, who, I don't know who, who, whoever said that was real big money, but 200 quid. Someone who hasn't got it? Well, not me. Too, exactly, yeah. yeah. 200 quid's a lot of money, yeah. but it's not going far. Oh, and yeah. It's not I'd even want a lot more. of money anymore. Hey, mate, right? In the 19, eight, well, say 19. 60s mm. in England, mm. you could probably buy a house for 500 quid. Yeah, probably. Yeah, right. Do you know how much you're going to pay for a house in in just a general house in in England now at the moment? Hey, talking a, a nice house, of half a million. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like how is anyone expected to get on the property market? Oh like yeah, these I know. Days? I know. You it's know, stupid. I, I feel sorry for the youngins because they've got no choice. But I mean. Anyway, anyway, if I can't get on it, no, don't know how they're going to get on it. Well, well that um, is true. Give us some well, news. Give us some good news. I, I'm, uh, all right, I'll give you some good news, but it is with a little bit of bad news in there. And I've said this before. Always does. It does, sorry, but it's news. Um, stock market crash. They reckon it is uh, well, because the free, the, free, uh, the free trillion that I put the Americans my money in OJ. made to come out uh, OJ, to look Simpson. after themselves. Uh, when uh, to stock stock up the uh, stock market, but no one's buying and selling because they were indoors and shit like that. Uh, stock market is something you can do at home. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. But there was a, there, there wasn't a lot of shifting going on. So um, um, if you listen to the uh, Warren Buffett, who's the man to listen to on this kind of shit, Jimmy Buffett. 
now uh, Warren, Mr. Warren, Warren <laughs> Buffett, um, and Buffett. he's decided to sell his stocks uh, from stock market and go and buy into the UK stock market. Oh, right. So it's going to be good for the UK, but mm, well, terrible for the uh, America. I, I had this idea that, that maybe, like, you know, we've left Europe now, mm. yeah, and we're already the United Kingdom. Yeah. It's like, come and join us. Great Britain. Why didn't everyone join, join us? Britain. Join the United Kingdom. Why didn't they do that good? in the first place? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Do we would have sorted this shit out around the world. It's like these openings. Yeah. I'm sure you can open negotiations with the next guy in charge. You know, give it a couple of weeks and you can give him a ring. Yeah, well, yeah, you know, we're, we're flexible as long as we, you know, you do as we say. But, <laughs> well, that's, a, well, maybe. Yeah, do as we that, say and we can get everything That might put people out. off. Well, but, yeah. yeah. It depends come, who's come, in charge as come well. Come and join the next bountiful UK uh, empire. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm missing. Yeah. I'm only joking. That's, I don't want to be saying shit like that. But I thought that might be, a, you know, a, a, a route, you know, instead of being in Europe, obviously people join Europe and like, yeah. you know, that's, you know, an we, idea, but you know, if we should have, but we've, I, I don't think, I think we've got the capacity to help people out and help countries out and make good decisions. Be an ally to them. Yeah. Yeah. But not necessarily but be not, in a situation where we dictate what other yeah. countries do. And I don't think anyone should. I think you're, you yeah. should be in charge of your sovereign nation, I yeah, suppose. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, be yeah. able well, to. Well, the people should be in charge well, of the, the people, sovereign nation. So, like, you know, in terms of, like, you know, um, what's going on in Ukraine at the moment, yeah, right? Yeah. They're saying, nah, you're part of Russia, and they're saying, we're not. Yeah. Yeah. We're yeah. Ukraine. We don't even speak your language. We speak something else. Yeah. Right. Talking we are Ukraine. A, a country of, of our own. Yeah. We are? Right. Yeah, yeah. And the fact is, it's like, that's what we fought two world wars for, you know, to be able to. No one's allowed to kind of invade another country, yeah. Yeah, but that Putin's was, saying he's not invading. Well, no, because he thinks he's not invading because he thinks that's still part of Russia, potentially. Yeah, but we, uh, but NATO does have a little bit to blame about this because basically um, the agreement in the 90s, the 80s and 90s, that we wouldn't um, uh, take Ukraine and because if we take Ukraine... We don't want to take Ukraine. No, well, they want to join NATO. But oh, if yeah, they yeah. join NATO, they join the they're group worried. and protect... No, no, they're only, they only don't want Ukraine to join NATO is because they don't want to be surrounded by NATO allies, yeah, right? Basically, yeah, yeah because they're pretty we will much have a base in there. They're pretty much flanked there anyway. They don't want bases and things on the border uh, yeah. using Ukraine as a, a Yeah, basically a, a, a they base, don't want a base there. Right? They know it, it will happen But technically speaking, there's a number of other European NATO countries on the borders of Russia. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Where they could do any of that, any point, anyway. And do you know what I mean? Yeah, so why is been the Ukraine the so important? Because that is the final straw. There was agreements. There was not written agreements, but there were verbal agreements with Russia and uh, uh, the, uh, the 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 rest of the world, basically. So, that if we don't want NATO to come any closer to our defence borders. So you stay away from our borders and we won't go into theirs. Uh, but then they attacked Georgia. Uh, then they attacked uh, uh, U uh, Yugoslavia. But they only took certain part of Yugoslavia. But that was because there was, uh, uh, there was people living there who were more... Leaning towards Russia. Russia. Yeah. yeah, because that's there was talk of um, Putin basically planting um, a Ukrainian leader who was pro-Russia. 
Do you know? Yeah. So basically yeah, yeah. putting yeah, yeah, in a yeah. patsy in government who was more likely to say, no, nah, it's a good idea, let's go yeah. that way. And you Biden know. isn't helping either with writing letters to uh, Putin saying, like, we know you, you, you're you going to do a, a little strike beforehand because actually the CIA were the first ones to come out after uh, it sounded like the war was going to start. It's that all they were going to do a little all proxy fucking war. stupid little fucking pushy shovey games, yeah. isn't it? And I think it's like you know. Um, but there is more. Some I've sus- always said, is. you know, there's a YouTube channel like you know, like uh, backyard boxing. Oh like, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, where yeah. like you know they they get you know rather than having a dispute. Or spill out into the streets and yeah. have gang warfare yeah. and all the rest of it. Well, they get, the, they get these it. two people into a ring and yeah. say, right, kick it you, out. You, you fight it out in a professional boxing sense, in David the, the loosest, Goliath. the loosest, um, you know, definition. Yeah, yeah, right. And um, whoever wins, wins, and there's no more said about it. Yeah, right. Yeah, it don't work that way. Though, I know it does doesn't, it, you know but I mean? it'd be an ideal world if we if these fucking world leaders could sort it out between themselves rather than bringing in fucking civilians. Then we need to go back to swords. and getting people kind of killed. It's piss take. Anyway, right, it's, it's what like uh, I say. Boris is on uh, a news story that Boris is on his way uh, to Yugoslavia and he's. Um, Where's he got a, a new job? Call. He's having a phone call with Putin. What's he doing? Has he got a new job, leader of Ukraine? I, I think he's going in there and going, can you help me? Because we've got well, problems at the minute. It's I'm all, waiting it's for all that. about fucking like stupidly spy stuff nowadays, isn't it? Um, yeah. um, China even at the moment, you know, they're yeah. hosting the Beijing um, Games. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, Olymp- well, it's Winter Olympics and yeah. the normal Olympics. First country to do yeah. both, apparently, yeah. 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 Um, were the Beijing Winter Olympics... There's no natural snow. No. They've spent, yeah, this is two stories in one, right? Yeah. But basically, they've spent billions of um, Pound, dollars, dollars. Um, whatever they spend, yeah. um, in creating artificial snow, right? And there's been a bit of an uproar in the community because basically where they're holding it, yeah. it, it they have a water shortage, Oh, right? and they're pumping dirty, gallons and gallons and gallons of water, millions of gallons of water to, from to create snow, artificial yeah. snow. Right Shit. now, you know this. I all thought could, it was bad that they, they can't stand the wrong. road. Now they've actually bubbled them off, so anyone visiting the Winter Olympics Games has to stay within the confines of the, the place, ground. yeah, right, okay. um, the arena and everything, yeah, yeah. and they're not allowed to leave because of yeah, COVID. They're yeah. really strict about COVID. Yeah, but. Are. Um, going into the main story, China have basically said that the US are planning to pay athletes, right? Seven and a half grand to go vegan. I mean, yeah, no, with uh, your dog. They were going to pay athletes to sabotage the Beijing Games. I don't know how they'd managed to do that. Well, they're going to melt the snow. It's like send, <laughs> yeah. send them in with fake COVID passports yeah. and infect everybody. We well, you know that you know that um, stuff you throw I, over the ice. What grit? Grit. Yeah, they're yeah. going to have them in the shoes and Salt the back sachets, of, yeah, and they're walking around sprinkling them all. Maybe around. like um, Shawshank. Yeah, yeah. Writing writing notes in the snow. <laughs> maybe, maybe that's what they're doing. Maybe yeah. they're going in with like pocket full of um, you know like little beads of. Of Something the that di- melts. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Spraying yeah. the toboggan run with the icer. Yeah, but then you'd have to walk it, wouldn't you? Well, I don't know, mate. Honestly, I mean, you wouldn't win no gold medals, would well, you? Well, no. It's a bit um, slippy as well. 
But yeah, they're like saying they're that um, the, 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 they suspect the they US suspect are going to be paying the um, U, US Yeah, but athletes. that's because the US and uh, Britain and some of the other, um, uh, like, uh, you know, those those who sit in, uh, sit in uh, the top seats with them are not turning up. Or the, like, dignitaries and stuff like that, they've turned around and gone, we're bicycling you. Why? Sorry, mate. Because of how they've been... Uh, treating oh, right. the, yeah, the yeah. wakers, and then you've got uh, the, uh, the like the pandemic. I suppose that's a little bit of it, uh, what they're doing to Australia. You know, it's 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 one of them, isn't it? It's like you know the um, India as well. No, do you know that um, ancient aliens? When he's like, you know, I'm not saying it's aliens, yeah, but it's aliens. aliens. Yeah. Uh, now just replace China with aliens. It's like I'm not saying it's China. I tell you what. Well, you know, um, uh, about a year ago there was a little fight on top of the mountains uh, between uh, China and Indian soldiers. Yeah, where a major got chucked off, basically. Oh right, yeah. Yeah, there was a little bit of a fight there. Right now, now there's been troops there since then. Yeah. Now the troops have moved out, and guess what's walked in? Robots. Robots. Yeah, robots that are being set. Uh, what was it? Two hundred and eighty of them have been sent up there to uh, guard uh, the hillside because uh, their um, soldiers were having problem breathing because it's you know such high height that um, they couldn't breathe properly, so they were having right. problems. So they've ended up sending up uh, these uh, robots. It's a game changer, this one. Right, and it okay. looks like you know when you see uh, bomb squad. Robots going uh, 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 on tracks, going up to cars and stuff like that. Well, it's just basically one of them with a machine uh, gun on top with uh, a camera on the side of it. And, um, yeah, it looks like that's their, the next stage to a part of warfare. Okay. There's a yeah. new series that's starting, actually. I think it's on Netflix. Mm. Um, and it's about um, robot uprising, uh, yeah. like in the future. Yeah. I'm trying to find out what it's called. I think it's called like um, big, uh, big, big bug, big or bug. something like that. Yeah, let me just let me find it. Yeah, all right then. Well, uh... yeah, it's a new series. It's basically about um, like the future. We're overly reliant on um, technology, yeah. robots um, to handle our security, to handle our yeah, cleaning, yeah. everyday shit. Bit kind of like Wally. Yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And, you know, we're just lazy, kind of subservient yeah, well, to robots. Making and they make lazy. the decision that we're obsolete and lock us all down. And it's basically like for our protection, yeah. we, we need you to stay indoors. And it's like, well, are we at by this point? We're not, we're not being protected. We're p- being prisoned. Yeah. yeah. It's and like iRobot. Yeah, basically. Yeah. And there's a new series that's starting on uh, Netflix shortly. I think it's called Big Bug. See, and uh, scientists are like seriously looking into this because it, it is a possibility that you know it could could happen maybe you know what i mean because well, we haven't do got control then. of well uh, yeah this we is, knew this this is a thing with disease the and shit like this but we still went out and went oh let's see what we do if we do this Ooh, danger yeah danger danger yeah, and it, danger it, will robinson well they'd like to go a bit too far you know what i mean and it's like hold off proper specialize in it first well, before you actually attempt to do something that could be drastic and world changing it is something a bit drastic oh yeah going on to NASA news yeah NASA we're gonna Beautiful. we're gonna just get in our spaceships and beam off beam. to find some NASA news and NASA news oh, um, yes. UFOs 
on oh, yeah. the on the rise. Yeah, again, keep coming. Yeah. yeah, I love. You know what? I've been starting to watch Doctor Who again, and he's and he's, he he oh, says yeah. something. Um, the David Tennant one. He's like, oh, you know, yeah. one of my favorite Doctor Who's, and he turns around and he says, you know, he's, every day you're sending out new probes and signals yeah. and fucking this, that, and the other. And we're noisier, and we're yeah, getting we noisier. Yeah. You know, it's only a matter of time before we start attracting attention and people start noticing the we planet. Already. If they're not already. And, yeah. you know, if there are other species out there, you know, they're probably looking for the same things we're looking for. Signals, yeah. fucking yeah. signs of life. And stands to reason they might come and visit if they've got the technology. And yeah. um, it seems they have because Pennsylvania is oh. among the top 10 states in America, where UFO sightings have been on the increase, and oh, uh, studies shown, um, it's basically one of those. Pennsylvania is basically takes the top spot uh, yeah. most times. Um, where did the Glocking uh, was found? Well, um, it recorded a number of three thousand five hundred and seventeen UFO flying somethings or other um, in the Keystone State. Um, allowing for it to sit on the list um, at the number six spot. Um, that was um, according to um, reports. Ah, sweet, sweet. I'm, I'm just now glad it's, we're um, having it, more it's, reports. Um, gone from like you know keeps going up. Yeah, which is good in one way. In another way, I, I don't know if it is so good because we don't know who's actually taking. Well, in there charge seems to be a lot in the UK. I'm a member yeah. of like we're well, the the podcasts a member yeah. of a lot of like ufo groups and stuff yeah. on uh, facebook yeah. and um there's always a new video of somebody going i've just yeah. spotted this southampton seems to be um a, a big one yeah uh, yeah, yeah. For, Leeds does as well for um, ufos um we're interested if you've got a video if you've spotted yeah. something in the sky send it over because we would feature you yeah exactly. um, and have a chat about it around. yeah um definitely have Definitely. you got anything you want to go into NASA news related? I've uh, got a few. Well, if you've had problems with your electric, uh, your phones, you know, like when you've been having them uh, phone calls, it's like, ah, oh, fucking hell, they've gone again. Give it a couple of seconds and you're back on like, well, what happened then? Well, um, it might be because we uh, got hit like yesterday by a solar flare. A small one, wasn't damaging, but it's few electrical you know, issues like, like people have been having, that's because these solar flares have been uh, hitting us, but they haven't been, um, uh, they're a G1, between G1 and G5, G5 is drastic, but G1s, and it's it was less than that, to be honest, so. Right, okay. Yeah, so if you. If so you it wasn't been, an extreme one? No, no, it wasn't an extreme one. Because we it, talked about it. There's been a this, lot of movement but, going, but it's a bit quiet the last couple of days. Funny you should t say about, like, you know, energy um, outages and stuff. Yeah. yeah. I found this video and I'll post it actually on um, Twitter or something because it was really interesting that um, it was basically free energy. Yeah, yeah mm. right. And you can build a motor that takes no fuel. Yeah. Right. It's self-perpetuating. Okay. Yeah. So basically, it won't stop unless you stop it. Yeah. Right? And it can create enough power to run your power tools. What, your... what are you doing? You're going to get a shot. What? You're going to no, get this a is, shot. This Government's is... going to hear this and Seriously, go, like, I'm fucking A lot of this. people have basically disputed it and said, you'd be world famous if you invented this. Yeah. But it's not even, like, something that's uncommon. It's like, a, you know quite and it's basically tesla technology yeah right and it takes um a car alternator 
yeah, okay. with a few modifications yeah. and a motor, right? Right. And once you start it up with no petrol, no kind of gener- no, fuel. no fuel, yeah, it self-perpetuates and ru- and creates energy. It's all about amplifying the alt- AC current. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Rather than using the direct, so instead current. of the current being lost, it actually goes right back in and well, comes yeah, and back amplifies out, so you're it. Still yeah, so you it. can yeah. actually like you know you you can take a minimal bit of energy, yeah, and use and, that and on build, and you can basically to use an alternator to turn it into um, you know an amplified current. Yeah, and the video is yeah. so interesting, and it kind of got me thinking like if it's that easy to do, why aren't we looking into this on a bigger scale for? You know, because of alternative energies and stuff, you it's know, simple. it's crazy. Because of big corporations who come in or the governments who come in and uh, take it away. So, like electromagnetism, I think it's using yeah. electromagnetism as well. And I mean, it's so quite many people it's super been cool. Done over this kind of stuff, and they've made so many brilliant machines. And it's a case of, yeah, but you ain't going to make us any money. Well, it's, oh, it's a video you know that's I mean? gone viral. What I'll do is I'll make yeah, sure yeah. I post it um, on Twitter. Twitter did a show um, on it, didn't we? Yeah, well, it, what inventions that yeah. basically were suppressed. Yeah. Um, it they happens all do. the time, yeah. doesn't it? And um, it, it's funny that once it, these... I mean, we're living in an age that... I mean, it is a blessing and a curse yeah. where this information isn't suppressed as well as it used to be because it's you know True. one person puts it out and if it's if it's you know viral it's world hit, whatever, then you can't take it you can't it's take it away everywhere, yeah. you know it's gone everyone knows now yeah you know when it's it's one of those where it kind of got me thinking could i build one of these yeah, you know, yeah and you could but the only problem is you're getting trouble why <laughs> why would you get in trouble for supplying your own energy i mean yeah. at the end of the day if i've got solar panels on like my I own said, you're on not my, paying out for it so yeah, well, that's, that's that's why corporations like well, corporations exist, be, and they they make to their stop money. you to make money, yeah, so they can make they, money. All right, then. So what about so so if I turn around and said, right, I'm building an eco house, I'm going to put solar panels on my, my roof, I'm going to generate my own energy. I'm not going to have like Norweb or British Gas coming round and going, yeah. You should be buying your energy off us. What you're doing, you can't have these solar panels. It's totally down well, to me if I want to use. So alternate energy yeah they can't dictate to me and oh, as oh, much as they'd I'd love to they'd can. Um, as much as they'd love to they probably charge me for capping their supply yes. or charge me for disconnecting their meter why haven't you got no water why haven't you but, got no gas why haven't you got no electric I'm going to come round there and we're going to take there's, your there's, house there's off there's nothing you. illegal about generating there your own power. But if it doesn't make money, then they want to take it away. And it's plain and simple. Well, that's exactly that. right. It, yeah. it's fucking but bullshit. literally, if everybody built one of these yeah. motors, in, you know, when put it in your house, maybe you might need, I don't know how we're big, gonna be lucky how much we don't generate, get shut down now how much that. energy <laughs> it could generate. Yeah, right. But even if it generated enough to run your kitchen, that's still saving you money on your big major energy and bills. And you must be able to be able to charge it up. You know, put a little bit more energy. Well, no, if you had fourteen amp and you want to put well, twenty four amp, it is funny. You, you I mean, we're totally gone off topic here, but basically, you can because yeah. I, it's been proven yeah. that say if you were running a light bulb off a battery, yeah, right, yeah, you'll get minimal current. Yeah, it'll get as much power as that battery still can generate. Day. Now, yeah. I already said that that motor that we were talking about there was self-perpetuating, yeah. yeah, right? And you could run it with no petrol, yeah. right? But they were in this other thing I was uh, I seen, it was basically using the same similar setup, right, right of an alternator and a motor, yeah. right? But instead of being able to self 
perpetuate the alternator yeah. to to keep the, to keep the uh, motor running. Yeah. Yeah. He hooked these same batteries that he used to run the light bulb up to the alternator, yeah. which amplified the battery current. Yeah. Right, yeah, 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 right? that's what I mean, yeah. So rather than it just running off the, the drain of battery energy that it was coming out of, yeah. yeah, it was pumping that same amount of energy into the alternator, which was then amping it up, Yeah. right? Yeah. That amped energy was able to run 10 light bulbs, do you know what I mean? Say. But that was just literally being able to use energy efficiently, whereas, exactly. you know, what we do now with, like, batteries and yeah. the amount that end up in landfills ridiculous. Exactly. But the so point being is wasteful. that energy in that that battery yeah. can be, you know, quadrupled and you can yeah, get yeah. a lot more out of it. Out of it and a lot less uh, waste. Well, it's using the same... It's using exactly the same amount of energy. Yeah. Yeah, but... It's it's what happens after it leaves the battery that amplifies it. Do yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the battery will not run out quicker. No. You know, because it's not using yeah, it's any not more using energy anything. than it was using originally to run one light bulb. So yeah. anyway. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's smart technology, but like... If you find it interesting... It, yes. You know. We have uh, we, are, we have had a discussion about it. Uh, maybe, go maybe, back and uh, have a little look at it. See what maybe uh, we, we might say. revisit that. Yeah, um, it's a good good topic. The thing about uh, technology is is it can actually fail you, and um, SpaceX yes. is dealing with it at the moment oh, because obviously, why? Now, what's well, going on? well, they're um, obviously trying to send up as many rockets as they can. They're trying to get the Starlink yeah. up and running. They're trying yeah. to get supplies out. Trying to do what they're doing. Yeah, and um, they keep getting delay after delay. Due to bad weather, breakers. I'm not well. being funny, Elon. Just don't schedule all your rockets in the middle of winter. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, it's not. Try and get them all out in the summer months. You probably have a bit more success. Yeah, but it, 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 I think it's a little different for him because he can go up and then go right. I can drop my craft back down. Bang. You know what I mean? It's just a case of it, weather. Does. Well, no, he can't. How much money does it cost to schedule uh, one of these things just to have it cancelled? It's all on the it's all on the day. And don't forget, we only we can only predict up to four days. After four days, it is one of them we estimate. And you know what the weather? Yeah, I think the best way to predict the weather is to look out the window. Because yeah, I but look if you want to have a look, what it's going to be like next week, it can be a bit. Well, miss- yeah, but this is it. They, they can only see up. To, they can only work up to four days uh, on on nearly a guarantee. The rest of the time, then they say like next week it's going to be no. They they're just estimating and probabilities that it's it's not going to anything like that. But America at the minute have got like cold weather. Cold weather is just well, coming well, in. This, this is um, they're trying to at the moment the the rockets that they're trying to set and up are mm. for. Starlink, yeah, for over Italy, yeah, yeah. So um, obviously the bad—I don't know if they're having bad weather, but obviously the launch is being delayed. Um, anything you've seen? I've got a really interesting one here. Yeah, go for it. Um, basically, there was a picture that's got—I I've got, I must be saying viral about fifty times in this episode, but it's a picture that did go viral um, recently, Not and viral. it's an insane picture of um, an astronaut, Bruce uh, oh, Cadless, um, who fir- he was the first person. Uh, to conduct an untethered flight in space. Yeah. Yeah, so he was basically just floating off into space. He, he only had a li- risked it for a biscuit. He did indeed. And um, he only had a little life support system. Yeah. And um, there was some kind of controversy about whether the image that had gone round the internet yeah. was legit or not. 
right? Whether this guy did it or not. Well, we know what NASA's like, you know what I mean? They, they do Whether like to fake. hide things. Well, no, it, I, but, I can say, confirm for sure, yeah. that this was a real event. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. Now, the guy did do the untethered flight. It was yeah. back in 1984. Yeah. Yeah. Now, the images... Obviously, people were tweeting saying, you know, welcome to the wonderful world of image com- um, compressions, you know, finding fault yeah. and trying to f- prove that this image was l- bogus, basically. Um, we can't blame some people, you know what I mean? No, gr- it's a great image, but, you know, it basically depicts this astronaut floating above the Earth and yeah. you've got the mountain ranges below. Yeah. Now, credit where credit's due, these people were not wrong. There is some manipulation in the yes, image, yeah, the and image, it is yeah. the... the the range, the mountain range. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. it does look too good. Yeah. To be true. But, and it the bottom half is but obviously the top yeah, half top, is true. Yeah, the top half is true. Yeah. He did it in nineteen eighty four. Um Google him. Yeah, yeah. In in fact there was two of them that did it um short time and then come back in and it was the first flight and if they didn't do that then we probably couldn't do some of the things that we uh, do up there now. There you go. Yeah. But well, I think he's a braver fucking guy than most of these astronauts now. Cause, oh, yeah. You know, you see him in, in these sci-fi movies where, you know, it's like the, that's the harrowing bit of space travel, isn't it? Where they have to do the moonwalk and then they suddenly get, get forced off the ship in a, in a sort of... Gravity, the un- film Gravity. Untethered yeah. way and they have to yeah. fucking uh, try and pull them back. Have you seen that, uh, Gravity, the film Gravity? I've, I know about gravity. Uh, yeah, like it, it, like it crashes all over the place, and she's tethered, and she's swinging round, and she's getting lost, and all that. She has to try and grab onto something else. But that kind of shit could happen, and little bits of that kind of stuff has happened in the past. It definitely has. And uh, the more that we go up, the the chances that it's going to happen more. But if we launched a uh, spaceship, um. In 2028, we could catch up to. You remember that space rock that come through? The uh, Amua Mua. Amua Mua, that's the fella. And then his brother come back later uh, through. Yeah. Another one. Well, we could catch up to uh, that in, in 26 years. Really? Yeah, if we set off in 2028. We'll get on it. Yeah, I think we should. I reckon if we can set yeah. off earlier, we'll get there quicker. Yeah, to be honest. If traffic's good. I think more are going to come through. Um, yeah, definitely. Because this yeah. was, if you don't this know what Amuamu is, it was the um, the first, first interstellar yeah, right. object yeah. to come through our solar system. Yeah. Which was really interesting because obviously yeah. it was something we'd never seen before. And um, when... Saying there's a lot of iron co- around it. Well, when then... it first kind of came on the scene, there was a lot of speculation to whether it being, you know, extraterrestrial, which yeah, it yeah. definitely is because it's... Yeah, because it slowed down it, and it shouldn't have slowed down. Well, no, we don't mean it in that sense of the word. I mean it in the sense that it's extraterrestrial is in the sense that it's come from beyond yeah. our n- known yeah, parameters. Yeah, yeah. And but there was questions if they were aliens controlling it. Of course it, it was. Whatever. Whether it was an alien spaceship, well, did move actual university it. scientists and yeah. graduate, you know, university professors yeah. and it was sta- spinning staking though, their it? reputations on it. Well, yeah. well, there's still discussion about it today. There's, there seriously is, and it keeps turning to, yeah, it, it looks like there was a metal object with inside it, but then... No, it could have been, uh, uh, this is why it looked like it was metal objects and stuff like that. And uh, when the second one come through, that come pretty clear, uh, really. And it didn't have much more of a control than what the first one did, Muamua. 
and it did slow down and seemed to seemed to do little changes you know like you would see like in ufos but like not as so dramatic but if you if you have a look at um uh, nasa's path of it of the movement of the way it was coming through you'll notice that it does it, it seems like it's got control so but the best time to find out um is if we do send a craft and they hope nasa's listening and go like yeah why not we've sent a craft to other rocks why not oh there yeah yeah i'd say yeah. so because it's a decent one to go to isn't it really well um i've got one last um nasa story i got two well you go for it okay doggy well jaw dropping view of the milky way has just been revealed um mystery uh strange objects um dangling um in space like what like like how what are they dangling from well they did, more space well they've used um uh, when the, you say you know how can you how can you describe right. something that's in a in a vacuum that's able to kind of like you know traverse three-dimensional space well yeah as dangling well they, well they, this is they, this is why it was george dropping basically in south africa they got the um ultra sensitive uh, meerkat um, radio telescope to look into the Milky Way and uh, when they did they was jaw dropping on what they seen and it looks like there are um, uh, things dangling basically through through space like there's objects there like there's statues right you know? right yeah, Bloody hell. yeah and it's it, 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 the picture is well. I need to see this picture because yeah. that does sound draw dropping, draw dropping, and I, I, you know when you see in statues in the Milky Way, yeah, that sounds like something I want to see. Yeah, yeah, yeah and I'm yeah, sure yeah. the listeners agree. Oh yeah, yeah, and yeah. And we're yeah. gonna get people going. They're gonna be emailing me now. You do realize this? Going, <laughs> well, can we see this photo? And I'm gonna go. I don't fucking know what he's talking about. He's yeah, not sending I, me yet. So I, send it me. I, don't I'll forget. send you the photo. Yeah. Your best yeah. dad. Yeah, you have to remind me. Now. Okay. <laughs> um, if you do want to crack, I've got one more last one. Uh, yeah. Okay. Then um, it has been now confirmed. China's confirmed it's joining Russia to build a moon base. Uh, by 20 uh, I've heard 35. this yeah they've got a five year so, mission yeah. haven't they a, sp- a dra- drastic and radical mission and, and and but this is um something that kind of is also a bit weird considering who the joining forces with well I, well the way things are going at the minute we're pushing China and Russia together to be honest and I think they haven't been they haven't been bad buds uh, in the no, past they're they've all been, they're allies they've been, aren't they yeah. to be honest so it's like uh, and it's to rival um, NASA's uh, lunar uh, gateway which they're looking at getting a space station around well basically Earth. we've said this before it's like um, whoever controls the moon it's the gateway to the rest well, of the yeah, universe yeah. isn't it because you know China's got the uh, backside of the moon especially if the uh, what they predict about um, creating you know um, fuel there yeah. For, is it yeah. hydrogen or yeah. hydrogen fuel of some description? Yeah, uh, R3 or something, or D3 it's called, that's uh, on the surface and there's lots of it and we can use it to to basically travel the, the, the universe. Right, cool. So, yeah. Well, yeah. I've got one last story. Um, basically, scientists have discovered blasts of flashing radio waves coming from a mysterious nearby object. Ah, another one. Yeah, well, this is... um, Scientists have spotted a mysterious object that has been letting out uh, giant blasts of energy 
uh, three times an hour. Yeah. See. Um, whatever the objective, it's relatively nearby, about 4,000 light years away. And it's nothing um, astronomers have ever seen before. Um, this is an object that appeared and disappeared over a few hours durations. So see, uh, there's um, they've just spotted um, uh, a white dwarf. That's for the first time they've never seen uh, a white dwarf that actually turns on and off. Oh right! Because you can't turn it on and off because it's an it's basically a fucking but energy it's a ball. Energy ball, yeah, isn't it? It's so sun, it's yeah. like, but but then again, but it's turning off. And wait off. a minute, right? Because uh, you know, there's been um, instances where we thought that there was a planet flashing at us, yeah, and it turned out that there was something in its orbit. Now potentially that could yeah. be a moon or something in the in the way, yeah, yeah. yeah that's blocking the signal for those three or four hours, but well, then continuous. once... Well, no, no. I mean, if it's a light source, mm. if something passes in front of it and it blocks yeah, yeah. it and it eclipses yeah. it, then basically you're not going to see that for a few hours until it passes. Whereas radio signals, we already know that if you go round, we have to slingshot round the back of the moon when we want to yeah. go to fucking the moon or Mars or yeah. wherever, because we... And we lose radio contact when yeah. we go behind yeah, the yeah. moon. So if it's something that's emitting a signal, but then something blocks it or passes in front of it in in orbit, yeah, then maybe that's what the blackout is for them three or four hours, and then the signal returns. But that's what Kepler's there for. Kepler's the one that uh, actually sees uh, if actually uh, planets or moons or suns go in front of it, so it can actually work out if um, it's in the Goldilocks zone, if it's got water, if it's got heat, what what it's got and not, um, what and it's, it's got and not, and it doesn't seem to be a pl uh, 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 a planet that's moving in front. Right, it just well, seems to dim out and then dim back on, and it, it that is well, totally was, that was that one where the, um, that um, basically they thought it was the Dyson sphere. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. then you got the t uh, uh, was it Tiddy Star or something? That, where was, they that thought, was it. That was the one. Yeah, yeah, where they thought that um, they were using the sun. Well, it's basically like um, a, a, a structure around, around the planet this, yeah. that is able to spin and create energy off using the momentum of the yeah. planet, I think. Somewhere yeah. along them lines. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, there you go. I think we've had a pretty interesting episode I this think week. we have. I think we covered yes. a lot. We have, yes, Hope definitely. you've enjoyed it. And DNA as well, which yeah, we don't well, usually do. Well, again, thank Probably you to Kira for joining yeah, us on the show. Great interview. Um, I hope, see you again. hope you guys enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, if you like what we do, you can find us on all podcast platforms. We're available. Yes. Over on iTunes, Spotify. Everywhere. Uh, everywhere. We're YouTube. We're big. Yeah. We're bigger than, we're bigger. Bigger than we're sliced bigger than bread. Also. What? I was going to say Mount Everest. But then I went through the bit. We're bigger than the, the smallest man in, in England. In toast. <laughs> no, we're bigger. We're bigger. We're as big as the biggest house, the smallest house in Wales. Yes. Google yeah, it. Yeah, that's really small, small isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Small thought, man. So. I can't live in there. Um, yeah. So <laughs> you've made me go off fucking track now. <laughs> Um, we're available on all kind of like um, social media. We are indeed. Eh? Um, you can go over to Twitter at NASA underscore never and follow us there. Yeah. Um, we're on Instagram at never straight answer. Come on. Uh, go over to the website. Oh, if you yeah. have trouble remembering all that, you can go over to the website where and there's links to everything and oh, it's all there. there under one roof. We've oh, got uh, blogs, 
um, lack like of videos, it's all sorts, <laughs> yeah. yeah. We've got so well worth a look. Yeah, definitely. Um, got book recommendations. Oh and, yes, good um, book recommendations. All sorts of stuff. So a back catalogue of what we've done of all the podcasts, yeah. and it's all free. It is. It is. Indeed, it is. to an extent. <laughs> no, <I'm joking. laughs> you can buy an episode yeah. if you want. Buy yeah. one of our episodes. You can have it. Yeah. Maybe we'll run a competition. That yeah, somebody might idea, want to win a yeah. win one of our episodes. Yeah. Just, you know, to have. Yeah. Like an NFT. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Could you do that? I don't um, know. Yeah, um, possibly. Possibly. Um we'll copyrighted. Copyrighted. Yeah. It's my idea. Can't have it. Nope. Right, anyway, yeah. some fuck is gonna nick it. Yeah, right. Probably. That's us. We're yeah, gonna be in that next week. We are. Um we've got another interesting guest next yes, week, we I have. believe. Um yeah. that's I think it's a good one gonna be a good one. Yeah, definitely. I'm really tired, so we're gonna call it a night. Yes, we are. Um we've been the Never a Straight Answer Podcast. I've been Gaz. I've been Taylor. Peace. Rabble, rabble, rabble. <laughs>